Okay, Mr. Grant. Tell them we're ready. Grant did so, and a loudspeaker sounded almost at once. Attention, Proteus. Attention, Proteus. This is the last voice message you will receive until mission is completed. You have 60 minutes objective time. Once miniaturization is complete, the ship's time recorder will give the 60 reading. You are at all times to be aware of that reading, which will be reduced one unit at a time each minute. Do not, repeat, do not trust your subjective feelings as to time passage. You must be out of Benish's body before the reading reaches zero. If you are not, you will kill Benish regardless of the success of the surgery. Good luck. The voice stopped, and Grant could find nothing more original with which to encourage his sinking spirits than, This is it. This is it. Do-do-do-do-do. This is it. <laughs> Welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York, everybody. This is Nick the Rat coming to you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. Hold on one second. I, I always see like one thing last minute. There we go. Bam. We're actually still in the sewers. And this is episode 242. I got, I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say today. Um, it's August 5th, 2020. We're going to be cracking open a beer, Guinness beer right here. Oh, shit. I promised myself I wouldn't do that. But I did it. Ah, there we go. Hey, look, it's Cyborg Kiwi. Where's my stories? Yes, Quarkus, we're getting sticky already. Uh, let's see here. Last week, it's a very strange show. Uh, I was drinking the Green Dragon, which is like a marijuana alcohol drink. And let me tell you, I was real fucked up. I don't know if anybody knew. I, don't even, I, I, was, I was super paranoid. I, I thought there was like these things crawling all over me. I um might have been acting a little bit strange during the show. I don't remember. Uh it was It was a fun time. I liked it a lot. It was a fun time. And also it was because uh I was drinking the Green Dragon because my friend from a long time ago gave it to me. And I, I needed to to drink it because I was I was moving. There there was a, a, a process of moving going on. I I've moved a couple of sewer tunnels down in the in the in the sewer. Like six tunnels down. There was an opening, a bigger a bigger sewer. Fatter pipe, a big old fat pipe. <laughs> Quirkus says it was noticeable. I was I was uh yeah, I don't know. I think I remember I, was, I don't I don't remember, but I know I was I was all types of fucked up last week. It was, it was a fun time. This week, I'm just going to be drinking regular alcohol. Wait, this is not my Guinness anymore. Uh, this is a different drink. Uh-oh. We're in trouble tonight, people. But the move was also very uh, annoying. I could say that. It's weird. When you start packing up boxes, and, and, and you're like, whoa, I have more stuff in the studio than I thought. And you're like, God damn. Maybe I should throw all this shit away. I don't even want it. But, you know, I, I I got a lot of old sketchbooks and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to throw this shit away. But I should just fucking get rid of that shit. 
I don't know. Anyway, what are we even talking about tonight, everybody? Well, I'll let you know in about a couple of seconds. One, two. Okay, I think that was long enough. Uh, we are talking about nano machines tonight. Nanites, nano, nano, nanobots, uh, nanotechnology, things that are very small, very small things we'll be talking about tonight. Ow. And I think it's a, I think it's kind of appropriate because we were talking about viruses earlier. I don't know why we were talking about viruses. Anybody have any idea why we might have been talking about that? I have nano wieners. A couple chads out there might have those or um, simps. Simp, simp penis is very nano-ish. Uh, where is the technology today? Where are we with nanotechnology? I do remember... I'll, I'll mention that a little bit later. I'm jumping the gun here. I'm jumping the gun, everybody. Uh, but tonight we do have... Uh, we have music. We've got news. We've got nanodicology. we got a... Uh, Zindu, yeah, the news. Zindu is back, everybody. Zindu has come back. The story with Zindu is actually a lot more interesting than I thought. I just, I thought we fired him, but we, we didn't, we didn't fire him. He just vanished for a little while. Uh, oh, also, if you're tuning into the video stream, I know this is mainly a podcast, everybody. Uh, I am a cartoon rat, but on video, I am a, I put a filter on a human filter. So I kind of look a little human, but I also have this, this cool, super duper, uh, microscope thing. And I could zoom in on stuff and we could see like really small details and stuff. Like you could see the, the pores on my rat, my rat little hand. It's kind of gross. Cause, uh, I'm all sweaty. You could see the sweat in my my pores. Let's see if I could zoom in on that there. If you if you want to see this on the video, go to. Ew, I'm gonna puke. Like really small things are really gross. It's it's very it's a very gross thing to get that small and inside of little holes on people. But let's get let's get in there. Let's there we go. Oh, I had it. There we go. Uh, yeah. Well, let me just do my robe. There you go. See there you look look at those look at the fibers on there. There's there's things smaller than we know out there. Like you th- you're like, oh, he's just wearing a robe. But if you look at the robe closer, you could see that there's 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 a weaving. There's there's little threads that are all coming together to make one one thing. One one thing. And what 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 makes us what we are? Is it the? Let me put that down over here. Over there. Get that fuck out of here. It's gross. Uh, what what are we? Are we the little things that make us what we are? Or can we change what we... You, could, you want to see it on my cheek? Let me bend over. Actually, it is pretty gross. I've done this before. Look at that. Look at that hair. It looks like... Ugh. Ew. That is disgusting, everybody. Beard hair? On a microscope, looks like... It's gross. Uh, okay, back to the point here. We have phone calls. We have music. We have a whole bunch of cool stuff tonight. We're going to be sticking that microscope in places we probably shouldn't be sticking it. We got a P.O. Box mail. 
Got a big package, actually. Can't wait to check that out. Thank you for the big package, whoever sent that. We'll find out. I'll, I'll try not to... Yeah, it did look like wild rice. It's gross. Ugh. But, uh... Uh, let's... Let's just have a fun time tonight, everybody. Let's just do we, we gotta we gotta cut back. There's there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and it seems like it's never ending. It seems like we're we're in a a time loop. A loop of time that just won't fucking end. It's it's fucking annoying. Zindu's here, Zindu's gone. Zindu's here, Zindu's gone. I don't know. Where is is he here? I think he's here. Okay, whatever. Let's just fucking Let's start the show off how we usually started off with some music, and why not listen to some music by a person we know, Electronic Sense. Now you are dead. Oh, that's that's foreboding. It's not a little scary to start. Nanotechnology, everybody. Nick Rat Radio.
Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. That was Electronic Senses. Now you are dead. I was uh, just magnifying this year. Uh, dead plant. That dead flower guy. Show is uh, crazy looking under the, the microscope. I'm going to be uh, microscoping a whole bunch of weird things during the show. Why the hell not? Uh, so if you have video, it adds a little bit to it. I, I'd, I'd hate to do this to the podcast listeners, though. So I'm just going to say that the, the dead flower, it looked like uh, there was naked ladies. Vaginas, titties, everything. Uh, by the way, you could get this cool microscope that I got. Uh, it's it's on uh, Amazon for twenty bucks. Check it out. <laughs> Sir Spencer saw them titties. We should uh, we should talk about these here nanobots really quick. What is the actual technology at these days? See the the thing the the, the na- na- nanotechnology. I've heard about it for so long. I'm always like, oh my god, Nick, nanotechnology, Nico, Nicky technology. Uh, nanotechnology is going to save the world. We're going to inject a, we're going to inject into our bodies and kill cancer and and fix nerve endings and uh, go into the brain and get. You know, and sadly, all we have today so far that I know of. And I think I know why, too. I've got this little uh, conspiracy theory here. All we have today is clothing that can't get wet. That's all nanotechnology could do so far. And I think that's because Bill Clinton. Yes, you heard me right. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton got busted for nutting on a dress. Now, if this dress was coated with nanotechnology, the, the jizz would have just dripped off. It wouldn't have stained the dress. There wouldn't have been any proof, and he would have got away with it. Yes, Slick Bill, Slick Bill was the reason for the current-day technology in, in nanites that we have currently. Or, or not. Probably not. I don't know, but... That's all, that's like the coolest thing we have with nanotechnology today. You could shoot ketchup on somebody's shirt and it'll just drip off and won't leave a stain. I don't know how long it lasts either. I don't know if it's like a permanent thing, but it's basically just like it's like a uh, like a very smooth uh, layer of atoms on cloth, so nothing could really grasp on. That's the whole point. But uh, we do have we do have a couple of we do have a couple. Of, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. There's been a lot of breakthroughs in nanotechnology. We'll be talking about what we do have. What we could use it for, where it could go, would you use it? I don't know. But before we do that, let's let's go straight to the voicemails. Let's see if we have any anything in the voicemail over here. Do we have any? Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. You can give me a call and talk to me. I'll open the phone line soon. Hello, my little furry rodent friend. Hi. I'm sitting here watching a pretty big vein throb in my foot. Thinking how amazing it is, what? and also thinking of you. Oh, weird. It's got a bunch of feedback on the phone. Hmm. Well, that was a sad to say a worthless phone call right there. If you're gonna call me, make sure you. Uh, Leave a message, not just like a curious... Maybe that was a message. Oh, fuck. Uh, 
Maybe it wasn't. Probably what probably wasn't a message. Um let's try another voicemail. Maybe we'll get we'll have a better voicemail after that voice. That voicemail sucked. Whoever that was, I'm sorry to say your your voicemail sucked, my friend. And am I discouraging people from calling in because I might uh, um, call I might call them out on on their shitty voicemail? Well, yeah. You know, you if you're not calling in with professional stuff, then then I don't want to hear it. I, I'm a professional here. I'm I'm doing professional stuff. Damn it! Let's listen to a, a professional voicemail like this one. Hey Nick, it's getting late, bud. Everybody's still hungover from the atomgasm from last week, and that's why there's lower energy on this show. Because last week everybody was so charged up about your interview with Adam Curry, and uh. Anyway, it was a great show tonight, too, but, you know, anyway, we'll talk later. Bye. Uh, last week's show was, I don't know, man, it might have been good. I don't know. I was really, really fucked up last week. I was uh, experiencing deep paranoia from the Green Dragon. It was, I actually was laying in bed that whole night. So if you get really, if you get really high... Uh, like a body high from edibles, um, you, you you feel every little like your the, your heart beating. You notice your your breathing. You notice your breathing, and you're like, "Did I stop breathing? I don't know. I might have stopped breathing. Oh my god, did I stop? And then you're like, "Oh, did did my heart just beat? Am I having a heart attack?" And then you're like lying in bed, and you and you can't get to sleep because you're you you fucking flipping out. I was flipping out last week on the show. I don't know if it was... I had to rewatch the video. Maybe I'll watch the video and be like, wow, uh, you know, if the, if the cops ever come after me, I'll, I'll do fine. I'll do fine. Are the are the, the little spaces, the synapse, synapse in the brain, are those atom-sized or are they smaller than atoms? I think they're at least atom-sized thick. Let's, it's funny, we were talking about Adam Curry, and now we're talking about a- atoms. Uh, size of brain synapse. Oh, snaps. The total number of synapses in the human brain is... Okay, we don't care about the the number of them, but... How big is a synapse? That's what I'm going to say. So far in the book, we have mainly focused on the size of individual cells and the molecule blah, 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 blah. Wow, this is a whole article. I don't care about all this. I just want to see if if we could fit a nanobot in a synapse in a brain. Smaller? Sir Bemrose is, is saying it's smaller than atom size. Are you making a joke about Adam Curry? What does the sewer smell like right now? Because I just took a huge... Sh- um. Oh, boy. It's actually... Hold on one second here. Oh, okay, I thought uh, a dude named Ben was still in an open hole. He, if he if he actually has information about synapses, hop on in. Let me know. All right, this is what we're gonna do here. We're gonna welcome back our friend Old Zindu. Good old Zindu. We're gonna welcome welcome him back. We're gonna. Uh, Listen to that, and we're gonna then we're gonna play some more music, and then we're gonna come back with more uh, more stuff. 
you know, stuff, good stuff. And then we'll open the we'll open the phone lines soon. We're gonna open the phone lines. I would, you know what? While we're while we're listening to Zindu, I want you to think about if if you could get uh, nanotechnology shot into your body, if you could if you could if you could have robots going around in your body, would you do it? If these things would extend your lifespan, but you might have lost some of your humanity, would you would you would you uh, take that dive? And would you even lose your humanity? If you had these robots in you, what do you, what do you think? That's, I'm curious about what you think, because I know what I think, because I thought it already, and it's no fun to talk to yourself unless, uh, actually, you know. Zindu. Everybody, uh, it's me, Zindu. I'm back. Uh, you might be wondering where I was. Well, I was trying to get a job on the Ellen DeGeneres show because I heard it's a fucking party town over there. It was uh, a lot of good fun stuff happening on that show. There was uh, the sexual allegations with, with people trying to grab junk. And, uh, you know, it, it's weird, though, because everybody's like dumping on Ellen, but apparently it wasn't Ellen at all. I, I don't even really know the whole story. I was trying to find information on this because I was like, wow, if I'm going to get sexually abused by, by a rich, famous lady that kind of looks like a toe, then, yeah, sure, why not? I'm down for it. So I was trying to get a job over there for the past few weeks, and and they turned me down because they called me uh, an alien freak. So maybe maybe these stories are right, but Ellen didn't call me an alien freak. It was, it was somebody in their hiring department, and I don't even think that hiring department even had anything to do with Ellen. I was in the uh, back alley of uh, Las Vegas. Uh, it, was, it was basically, I was... All right, I gave hand jobs to homeless people in Vegas for a while, okay, what? everybody, if, if you're really wondering. Uh, yeah, but this whole Ellen story, is it's really confusing. That Everybody's just dumping on her. She's a uh, whatever. She's fuck whatever. She's rich. She's goddamn rich. And producers and people don't give a fuck about people. And and if you're working for a uh, big old time producer and and they don't treat you like you're a little fucking snowflake perfect piece of property then you know uh i'm sorry that's all i can say i'm just i'm just sorry for you that this is this is what you're uh this is what you think that should be going on like you should be oh man i went to work for this rich person in, on, a, on a tv show that's worth worth uh, hundreds of million dollars a year and uh and they, and they said something they said something to me that that didn't that didn't sit right with me and now i'm seeing other people coming out and say that uh, somebody said something that didn't sit right with them. So, so that means that I, I'm, I'm going to come out. I'm going to fucking start blasting her on the internet too. I'm going to say Ellen. Ellen's a fucking mean old witch. It's funny. It's funny because I, I, I thought I thought Ellen killed somebody from all the stories that I read, and and apparently that's not what happened. It was it was just a couple of. I, I actually have. I still have no idea what the fuck's happening. I have no idea. I try to. I try to do research for this story. Because Nick the Rat won't take me back because I had to give some hand jobs out and 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 oh Nick come on man I'll give you a hand job just t- take me back on the show please oh wait this this is this is on the show isn't it yes Nick took me back and I didn't even have to fucking jerk him off oh man you're so much cooler than Ellen DeGeneres Nick I'm gonna tell all my friends to get jobs with you and your production your production company in the sewer with the dark sewer scientist and uh, fuck Ellen. 
yeah, fuck her, she's an evil bitch, and I heard she uh, hates kids and, and kittens and puppies. I, I heard, uh, it's uh, all just, that's just make-believe. I, I haven't heard shit, actually. I don't know what's real, I don't know what's not real. But she's a big target, and why not just take shots? Cheap, easy shots, baby. That's what I'm all about. Anyway, this is Zindu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. I'm back, baby. Ha <laughs> ha. And boy, oh boy, are my hands sticky. So I'm starting to feel bad that we led him back in the building. The sewer building. Uh, somebody's saying that uh, Chuck, Chuck Pal Pal. You know, the Fight Club writer wrote a book about some dude that invented nanobots to control women's orgasms. Would you want robots in your body if you could press a button and just jizz in your pants? You... Let's see, a female voice in my head is... This is, this is awesome. Uh... Female voice in my head. Why would you not want to have robots making you orgasm? Well, female voice in my head. What about the, what about the robots outside of your pants? Like, I mean, outside your skin. Like, like there's there's things that just vibrate, and those things are robots too. And I think I think the nanobots inside you could turn them on and off. Hopefully. The flick of the finger. I'm about to play a voicemail with the flick of my finger right now. Let's see what we got here. We got 917-719-592. Hello, Mr. Nick the Rat. I just wanted to let you know that your show really hit the spot. (laughs) What? That that worked pretty pretty well. Um, 917-719-5923. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Tell him to stop playing Borderlands. Is he playing Borderlands 3 at least? Come on, you gotta you gotta work your your nerd dumb up. But uh, Borderlands is cool. It was it was, a, it was a decent game. Borderlands three was a little bit of a letdown. I heard. I don't know. Maybe uh, the pre sequel. Wait, did uh, Quirkus? Did you not hear the last voicemail that I played about uh, anything? I know. I know there was the. Uh... Hold on a second. I don't know what people are hearing. Did you, well, I didn't play that whole voicemail. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, okay. So, okay, let's let's play that. Let's play the rest of the voicemail. Let's see, let's see what we got here. Over here. I really wish I could talk to you right now. Oh, the real Nick. 
I'm seeing something in the skies. It's daylight, and um, it's really magnificently strange and scary and confounding, really. And before I could take a picture of it, it changed. I really don't care how this sounds to people. I just know what I see with my human eyes. There's no normal shaped clouds in the sky anymore. It's extremely rare, to be honest. And I I look. I look up there and during the nighttime, during the daytime, and it's just, can it really all be because of chemtrails? Or maybe some of it's because there's so much that we can't detect with our limited scope of perception. I mean, we're just humans. We we can't even see what thousands of species can see. There's animals that can detect or see ultraviolet light that can see heat, a thermal sensitivity. So why do we think we're so fucking superior? It's so stupid. We're just egomaniacs. But thankfully, you're one of the people I can talk to that understands that it goes so much farther and deeper than we could ever fathom. That we couldn't possibly be superior. My God, look what we do to each other. Look how we treat each other. Our own planet that gives us life. Species that we've killed off. That we need. Anyway, I saw there's these really fucked up clouds in the sky. They're not, they don't even look like clouds anymore. One of them was this gigantic caller. Oh, man. She might have got sucked up into the cloud. Uh, yeah, humans do have that whole issue about being superior. They're like, oh, yeah, we're we're fucking great uh, things. And I think they could do so much, too. Like, oh, we could, we could change the weather systems. We could, we could add a... We, we could put... Actually, that's something else I heard about. Uh, nano dust. They were thinking about sprinkling, like, little microchips in... in in like Afghanistan, where we were doing like Operation Desert Storm and shit, so this this the smoke and the clouds would go into the caves and they would see everything. But all we have is clothes that could reject ketchup. So far, I know I know nanotechnology. It's still a budding technology. And it's not there yet. Maybe another ten, twenty years. But so far, all we have is ketchup repellent. I wonder if there's nanotechnology for condoms or, or um, like, sex sex stuff. Bill Clinton. 
Okay, or uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play another song now. And then we're gonna come back and we're gonna thank some people, and then we're gonna talk a little bit more about nanotechnology. We have a uh, Miskin robots, helical robots, swarm vortex. We got DNA synthetic nanospore cyborg organoids. We got nano walkers, xenobots. We got a whole bunch of stuff we're gonna talk about. Uh, bioterrorism. You tuned in tonight. You got lucky that you're actually listening tonight. That's all I could really say because. Boy, oh boy, we're 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 gonna we're gonna uh, get to that peach pit. Wow, were we talking about fucking Cloverfield last week? What the fuck were we even talking? Anyway, let's 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 play another uh, musical interlude. Purple Cat with Infinite. Get your mind out of the gutter and into the sewer. You're listening to Nick the Rat.
That was now that, that was Purple Cat with Infinite. All this music you can find on SoundCloud slash Nick the Rat slash likes. You can go to nickthrat.com and find it there too. So if you if you're looking for anything from the show, just go to nickthrat.com or nicktheratradio.com and I'm sure you can find it there. All your questions will be answered. Uh I should probably go to the mailbag now. We're going to do... We're actually... You know what? We're going to thank some people. We're going to thank whoever donated, and then we're going to look at the mailbag. Uh, Ooh, pardon me. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's see here. We had some good PayPal donations last week, though. As, as fucked up as I, I was, I remember there was a couple of good, really, PayPal donations. I'll post that. Uh, my peas are popping like crazy. I will be posting last week's episode soon. I still have to do the artwork for it. It's, you know, when you're moving and there's a whole bunch of shit going on and you're all fucked up in the head, it's kind of hard to do stuff. At least I didn't miss the episode and I still have it. It's in, it's in the wheelhouse. It's in the wheelhouse, everybody. Okay, let's see if anybody donated this week. After last week's episode, probably nobody did. Let's see here. Uh, PayPal says promote your shit. Okay, no. PayPal, we couldn't process your payment. We couldn't process your payment. Looks like we got two people that might have canceled there. That's fine. You know, if you need your money, save your money. But if you would like to show that you'd like to donate, please donate. Like Mr. JP did. JP did a 420. Thank you so much for the 420, JP. Uh, much appreciated. Try not to dox anybody so I don't say their name. A lot of people might be like, oh, you can say their name. You know, they don't. You should say. I don't know if people want me to say their name, but I will say your initials. You want me to say your name, write a note in the thing, or just send me a letter. Be like, hey, I donated. Can you say my name? And I will say your name, say your name, say your name. I'll scream your name. Not as well as Fletcher can from hogstory.net, but I will attempt my my best. Uh, we have Pierce LLC. PLLC. With a 14.14 subscription. Now that. Now that is a that's a subscription. That's like one, two, three. That's like three subscriptions rolled into one. Thank you. Uh, we have a uh, PayPal saying get paid with PayPal invoicing. You know PayPal does suck, but uh, you know what sucks more than PayPal? Uh, Patreon. Patreon. A lot of P's. A lot of payment systems have P's in there, and and then the P's and my plosives are popping on the the pop filter. Don't know why. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, but uh, there's a Patreon sucks. They 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 kicked somebody off of Patreon recently. Some comedian guy, and then after they kicked him off, he was like, "Well, what did I do?" And then they, and then they changed the terms of services to reflect why they kicked him off. Patreon is a piece of shit, and PayPal sucks too. But so far, it's still probably the best way to do this. So the value for value method is currently stuck in PayPal land. Let's see, we have uh, more donations. We have BS. Thank you so much, BS, with the 420. BS, your 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 name reminds me of somebody that I miss a lot. I wonder if you're that same B. I don't I, 
you're probably not the the bee that I know, but if you're the bee that I know, I would love if you gave me more calls because that bee was awesome. And you're probably awesome too. I'm not denying it. We have AN with the 420. Wow, we have a lot of new subscribers on the 420 thing. Then we have another cancellation. That's fine. OB has left the building, everybody. OB is overboard. That's understandable. If uh, Actually, you know what? Let's all take a second and meditate on OB because hopefully they're in a good place. I was watching a uh, video about meditation earlier. And, uh, years of meditation can be broke down into this one sentence. Just focus on your breathing. And you can do it at any point during the day or anywhere you are. You can do it right now. Okay. Uh, we're going to do it right now. We're just going to breathe in and breathe out. And just focus on that. And then you're meditating because your your brain is basically always on. It's always going to say stuff. It's going to be like, buh, buh, buh. you're listening to Nick Durant. Oh, this guy's voice sucks. His his music's okay. But his voice sucks and he's a little crazy. And he's he might be drunk right now. I don't why am I listening to this show? Is it entertaining? I don't know. Am I gaining anything? I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. But but your your brain's going to keep putting out these words, putting out all this garbage. But to stop it, to say... Cause you can also focus on your heartbeat, I guess, but that's scary. Don't focus... Okay, you know what? Don't, don't focus on your heartbeat. Just focus on your breathing. If you focus on your, your heartbeat, you're, you're, you might kill yourself. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if you could swallow your tongue. I don't know if you could stop your own heart. And I don't know if you could break your arm by bending it past, past where it's supposed to go. Some things might be off limit. But just breathe and focus on that. And let's, let's breathe and think about obey. Breathe in, obey. Breathe out, obey. Now let's hope, let's hope obey is doing fine. I hope everybody's doing good. Life is very hard. Life is... Amazing. Like, uh, we're experiencing this existence together. And, and a lot of people shit on it and take advantage of it and don't appreciate it. And they don't understand it. And, and those people suck. <laughs> you know, whatever. But, um, Look at a tree and just think and just look at a tree. Nine one seven seven one. We're going through the dona- donations now. I'm sorry. Uh, PayPal. CRS. See when when it, like somebody with not a name sends me money, I want to say their whole thing, but I don't know if I should, so I won't. I'll just say CRS four twenty. Thank you so much. And then we have another uh, another person that might have canceled. So let's breathe in for Cece and breathe out for Cece. Oh, and it's midnight in the sewer, everybody. It's midnight in the sewer, and we're going to open up the P.O. box. Hold on one second. I got to go to the I gotta go to the P.O. box really quick. All right. I already went to the P.O. box, but we're going to – we got some stuff. I'm trying, not, I'm trying not to dox anybody. Give me a second. Just give me a second. Um uh, I found it. <laughs> really? People can't hear you? 
Well, wait, say something. Oh, it's not coming through. Look at that. Wow, this whole time. I think it's... Wait, say something again. Why the fuck is that not getting recorded? Or pushed through? The broken hole. All right, now it's on. now it's going through, but you might get reverb now. It's the broken hole. Can anyone hear me? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, now they hear you. Sorry. Okay, perfect. So let me go back to what I was saying when Nick stepped away. Believe it or not, there is such a thing as a super condom. Now, using a simple nanofabrication technique that they call electrospinning, which I'm going to guess is about a thousand spiders spinning their little webs to make this stuff, uh, researchers have successfully manufactured a fabric woven from quote-unquote sperm-blocking fibers knitted together with an anti-HIV drug delivery fiber system. Not shitting you on this. So now the result of this, however, is a female condom that prevents pregnancy, guards against HIV transmissions, and then evaporates within hours or days, depending on how it's manufactured. Now, they're quoting it as the world's perfect condom. And the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has just given them a million bucks to manufacture them for a mass market. What the hell, people? It's a female condom. It's not even a male condom. I mean... What's with this? Guys are just going to get rashes and have nasty reactions to it. Plus, it disappears. It melts away. Where does it melt away to? Come on. Somebody get me an answer for it. Um, their anus? Apparently so. <laughs> yeah. So when you mentioned nanotechnology and sex toys, I had to look it up. And yes, they do have that for a condom. And oh. then they have one for women. It's a sex toy that they use micro-robotics for. Wow, wow, wee, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so upset that, that the things you were saying before earlier got cut out. But Ducky said that people heard you. I'm sorry. It was a whole, whole misunderstanding. But we're back now, and it's working, so that's good. Okay, let's look at the P.O. box, everybody. Uh, you missed out. Um, actually... The, the female voice in my head was, uh, they gave us the, the meaning of life earlier, but you missed it. Sorry. Uh, okay. We got, uh, get this letter here. Let's open this up. Let's see what we got. I hope there's no white powder. Nice, uh, stamp there. What is that? Red, white, and blue. And there's a firefighter, a baseball player, and a cop. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> Okay, no white powder. <laughs> My condom hasn't evaporated yet. That's a good thing. Uh, excuse me. They moved my desk four times last year, and I used to be over by the window. I could see the rats, and they were merry. But then they switched from the swing line to the Boston stapler, and I kept the staplers, staples for the sta- swing lines. Ducky, you said you said you never mind, it's fine. I still love you, Ducky. Don't worry about it. But then they switched from the swing line to the Boston stapler, and I kept the staples for the swing line stapler. I believe you have my stapler. I actually do have a swing line red stapler somewhere. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, 
If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have it. No, I just want the stapler. But what I do have are a very peculiar set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for rodents like you. If you return my stapler now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I will set the sewer on fire. I moved. I moved. I, I knew you were coming for me. The stapler. So I got out of that hole. You're going to have to find the hole I'm in now. Milton. 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 P.S. I will shut this whole sewer down. I could put styrofoam in the mail. Styrofoam. What is I don't know what that is. S-T-R-Y-C-H-9. C-H-9. Strychnine. Strychnine? Strychnine? Or strychnine. Strychnine? Strip strip mines? Yeah, that's from Milton Waddams. Well, Milton, bring it on, baby. Strychnine up the sewers. All right, now we got a big-ass package. This is... It's a big old package. Let's see what we got here. I'm not going to dox you with that, but... Oh, man. I can't wait to open this one. This one sounds... This, I think there's a... There's a... Maybe a naked picture in this one. Yes. <laughs> That's... I got a little... I think I got glitter bombed. Oh! <laughs> what in the fuck is this? There's... Money... And plastic glued together. And glitter. And... It's very sticky. That's kind of cute. Very sticky. I'm... Dear Nick, thank you for all the hours of entertainment, free and open discussion, and spiritual communion. What you share with all of us, your work is more important than you may ever know. Never stop being you. Love always, A.E. Ugh. Ugh. It's... It's like, ah, there's that is disgusting. Um, I'm gonna have to, okay. I'm gonna have to close my bio box down. Thank you. So, out of curiosity, does there's, that make you a glitterati? I don't know, but there's a twenty dollar bill glue to whatever the fuck this shit is. This is very disturbing. 
I don't know what the hell's going on. It's a glue trap. It's, it's, a... <laughs> it's a piece of art. Oh, there's something else in here. I'm going to reach my hand in. Packet of glitter. I was glitter bombed. Thank you. You gotta keep it. You said you wanted to collect this stuff. Thank you, Dark Vam. If that was you, I don't know if that was. Okay, we're gonna listen to a song and then we're gonna come back and open up the phone lines and talk more about nanotechnology. And finally, the voice in my head is working again. That's good. Oh, that's gross. I'm going to rip that $20 out of there, though. I'll get it. I'll get it. Oh, God. It's so sticky. So sticky. <laughs> Use nail polish remover. Just in low, small quantities. I think I'm going to bring it to the bathroom and pee on it. Uh, we got Fluxoid with Parallax. Oh.
Hello? Ugh. Yeah? Sorry, uh, sorry, buddy. I had to wash my hands. I was covered in weird glitter. Oh, we're going to open up the phone lines now. 917-719-5923. You can give me a call, uh, much like this person right here did. Hey, what's up? It's Rick. Um, I was just listening to this guy talking about the banishment ritual. And the way that I was taught about magic, there are different versions of the banishment ritual. But the one that works for me is you call on the four elements. You have a knife. Uh, and I just got some really good knives. Um, a dagger would be better. And I'm going to pull in one. Oh, thank you, iPhone. Um, and then you call on the angels, and you sing a chant. Um, it, again, there are different types of uh, banishment rituals. Um, so one that works for you, works for you. I, the whole idea, I have six hexen hammer 666, and if you haven't listen to him, I would recommend that you do. Uh, he says what I agree with. Magic is a psychological tool. It works to help you, but it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, like there's actual magic going on. There is energy. And uh, today, I did the punishment ritual because no, I won't go into the story, but I thought my life was taking a much better turn and it's not. Well, hopefully I'll get back on track. It wasn't something that I did. Again, I don't want to get into it more. Um, but yeah, uh, it's the, the Fucking glitter all over the sewer. Move into another sewer hole, and then you get glitter bombed. I might just burn. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. What the hell's going on here? Where am I? There we go. P.O. Box information is on uh, nicktherat.com. You go to social. It's uh, you could e- you can mail me at PO Box ninety five four nine Brooklyn New York one one two zero nine. That's Nick at PO Box ninety four five nine Brooklyn New York one one two zero nine. I open the mail live, which is probably stupid. But I do it anyway. I don't I don't uh, pre screen anything. Not even. Uh, Giant packages of 
fucking glitter bomb. No wonder the UPS person, I mean, the person in the mail office was looking at it funny. Like, what the fuck is this shit? And it, and it's like fucking glitter in there, asshole. Could be worse. It could be. It wasn't a fucking turd in there. Woo! That's anyway. what I was going to say. <laughs> um, at least there's glue, too. So, like, most of the glitter stuck to the glue and the money. Ugh. Nasty. Okay, uh, well, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we're uh, having a fun time talking about nanotechnology tonight. Uh, would you inject nanites into your body if it could clean out plaque and cancer and uh, all that other nasty stuff? Would you? I, I, I might if I wasn't the first one to do it. But say, say most of your shit was replaced. What if? What if most of your your internal uh, blood and goo was replaced with n- machines and robots? Would that? Would you still be human? Would you still be a living creature if you were mostly uh, robots? That's the question of the evening. But currently, the only nan- nanotechnology robot shit we have is is to get ketchup off of your your clothing. So you know, I don't think we have to worry anytime soon. It's it's going to take a while. But if if you have any questions or comments about uh, nanotechnology or anything else, you can call me about glitter. 917-719-5923. I will uh, talk to you live. Uh, you, you, give me a, you, you give me a call. Phone line's open. Fucking glitter all over the fucking place. Uh, until then, let's, 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 uh, talk a little bit more about this year, uh, technology here. We got, uh, condoms with na- nano lube on it and, uh, it dissolves inside of, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd want anything dissolving inside of my, uh, internal organs. Women always get the short side of the stick with the whole sex protection stuff. Like, oh, if a, if a guy doesn't want to get a girl pregnant, they put a piece of latex over their penis or sheepskin, which is gross, like a sausage sack. Uh, but a woman's like, oh, yeah, stick this stick this thing into your, your whole little piece of plastic. Stick that all up inside of you or take these drugs or. Ugh. I don't know. I think I think doctors are crazy fucking evil bastards. That hate women. Maybe. Well, that could definitely be worse. At least you don't have to have uh, little bits of metal shoved all the way up inside you. Well, you don't have to, but some women actually choose to. They do. Was that the uh, the like the little thing they put in your uterus, your the the, the fallopian tubes or something, like the plugs? Uh the IUD. Yeah. Intrauterine, whatever the device or something like that. Why don't they don't have that for men though? I guess you could get your your you get snipped. I guess you can't really stick something down into a penis to get into the uh, sperm ducts. Ugh. I don't know. Well, you could always go for a kidney stone. I mean, that would block something. Ugh. 
An IED. What, what is the uh, improvised explosive device? What the fuck? I don't think we're talking about those. I um, Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, anyway, let's... Let's talk about... Miskin robots. Miskin robots are little tiny... They're 70 microns or uh, nanometers? 70 nanometers? They're small. They're small. They're not uh, really, really, really small. But we have them today. They're little uh, little squares with legs. And you use lasers to make them move. And they have little uh, silicon, solar, silicon, platinum, and titanium. And they, they run around little circles. They're little cute little robots that are controlled by lasers. Yeah, 70 microns isn't that small. We don't have very good technology currently. We do have stuff smaller. Yeah, I think they're 70 microns, not nanometers. What's a a micron compared to a nanometer? There's so many different types of sizes out there. Micron to nanometer. We're doing live searches. One micrometer equals a thousand nanometers. So yeah, that's that's pretty big. That's those they're big. There's smaller stuff out there, which we'll 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 talk about those in a little bit. But until then, let's let's do another voicemail. Nine one seven. Wait, we have a voice. Uh, we have a uh, voice. Voice. Hello, voice. We'll talk about those a little bit. But until then, let's let's do another voicemail. Nine one seven. Whoa. We have a voice. Uh, we have a uh, voice. Voice. Oh, no. Hello, Hello, voice. Cool. Can you lower my voice? Let's let's do another voicemail. Nine one seven. Whoa, whoa. Uh, We have a uh, voice. Lower our voice or something. Can you lower my voice? Let's do another voicemail. Nine one seven. Whoa, whoa. We have a voice. Lower our voice or something. Can can you lower my? All right, let's uh, hang up on that person there. That was a little bit weird. That was a lower your radio. Oh, NetNed's in here. NetNed, I just want to say I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to be a jerk to you, NetNet. Hello, caller. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm covered in glitter and I'm, uh, covered in glitter. That's the worst. I'm sorry. I think I've got glitter in my urethra, so I can't get anybody pregnant right now. So that's good, I guess, maybe. Imagine you there was a glitter, uh, anti- Pregnancy stuff? What is that called? Glitter anti-pregnancy stuff. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, condoms and IEDs or... or <laughs> IEDs? Yeah, uh, IEDs. I, I, IEDs would definitely prevent cancer. They prevent a lot of stuff. They prevent life. <laughs> I mean, just life in general. But cancer being one of them. Or, sorry, pregnancy? What what is yeah. what is uh what are those those things that stop you from getting uh knocked up? They're they're called uh anti sex things or something. Uh I anti sex things. No oh, okay. You're you're obviously or I'm a, I'm very confused. <laughs> a pro proflactive quaaludes. I ain't a gynecologist. 
I'm not either. So, okay, either way. But it would be weird if there's like a glitter version. Like you sprinkle glitter on your junk so you don't get pregnant. Like, hey, you got to sprinkle this glitter on here. I mean, glitter is kind of pointy. Like if you were to stick your junk into somebody else's junk and it got glitter in there, it kind of it'd poke you, right? Like, well, yeah. Wouldn't be but what if it was like nano sized glitter? Nano sized glitter. I, I mean, mean yeah, it... well. Hmm. Uh, caller, caller, would you, would you uh, uh, let people inject you with uh, na- nanobots to save your, to save your uh, life? Well, I'll be honest. Um, I would probably inject myself <laughs> to see how they work. Oh, yeah, because I would want to see them. So evidently, um, these nanobots that they use—they're about four hundred and eighty nanometers long in diameter. I mean, just FYI, our current technology. At. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm looking through a bunch of articles here, um, and I couldn't, it's really hard to find their size, actually, but one of them said 480, or was it 408? I don't know. I feel well, like be, 480 there, We don't be. really have, we don't really have a true nanotechnology currently. We have a stuff that's like 700 nanometers. Oh, actually, there's a DNA synthetic nanospore, which was nine, nine nanometers. I think that's the smallest we've gotten. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I saw something. Maybe that was a wavelength. I don't know. Let me let me look back here. Yeah. Visible light activated molecular nanomachines kill pancreatic cancer cells. This is from uh, January twelfth of this year. Ooh. Yeah. The thing that I'm looking at for the synthetic nanospores made from DNA is from 2019. What what type of nanotechnology is this again that you're looking at? Uh, visible light activated molecular nano. Visible light <laughs> activated. Activated molecular nanomachines. They need to change their oh, their terminology. Looking, it's a wavelength. It's a fucking wavelength. It's not the actual size of the nanomachine. The wavelength is four hundred and five nanometers. My bad. Yeah, because the the, the uh, light light is actually bigger than the atomic structure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I'm not even sure. I, I don't know what you're looking. What are you looking at? I'm looking at. I'm looking at glitter all over everything. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't even say. But uh, light waves, light is smaller than atoms. Atoms are smaller than light. Atoms are pretty damn small. They are. I mean, these yeah, nanometers are, yeah. I mean, a virus is like 100 nanometers in diameter. Yeah. It's between, well, okay, it's between 50 and 150 nanometers, or at least this one is anyway. But this one, by this one, I mean um, COVID 19. I mean, I'm sure they vary in size, but usually they, they fall within that range. 
you ever meet a guy that had a, a nanometer sized brain? Yes. <laughs> it's 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 weird. Uh, si- size doesn't matter. It does no. matter. I guess it does matter because sometimes you need to get in between well, the cre- the crevices. I think. Yeah, I think the point. A lot of people. I keep saying this. And I feel like a broken record, but a lot of people really need to understand that science is not a thing; it is an action. You know, it's it's something you do. I do science, even though it's technically a noun, but you know, you know, it's semantics, whatever. I have a I have a clip about. Uh, do you know Richard Feynman? Richard Hyman? Uh, not Hyman. Feynman. That's gross. Super mature. That's probably actually, actually that is probably a last name. Hello, Mister Hyman. <laughs> well, hello there, Senor Foreskin. Uh, uh, Richard Feynman was talking about uh, science. I, I'm going to play it later, but uh, he talks okay. about he talks about how people today sometimes claim that they're uh, they're like social scientists. They just make some shit up and they type it out. But it's not real science. Social science. Well, I guess. What do they do? Like, what's scientific about their socialness? Like, I'm trying to figure out what. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, I really am curious what that that is. Do you want to hear the clip? Yeah, let's listen to the clip. Because of the success of science. There is a kind of a, I think, a kind of pseudoscience that social science is an example of a science which is not a science. They don't do scientific. They follow the forms. Uh, You gather data, you do so-and-so and so forth, but they don't get any laws. They haven't found out anything. They haven't got anywhere yet. Maybe someday they will, but it's not very well developed. But what happens is, at an even more mundane level, we get experts on everything that sound like they're sort of scientific expert. They, they're, they're not scientific. They sit at a typewriter and they make up something like uh, oh, uh, food grown with uh, fertilizer that's organic is better for you than food grown with fertilizer that's inorganic. may be true, may not be true, but it hasn't been demonstrated one way or the other. But they'll sit there on the typewriter and make up all this stuff as if it's science, and they become an expert on foods, organic foods, and so on. There's all kinds of myths and pseudoscience all over the place. Now, I might be quite wrong. Maybe they do know all this thing. But I don't think I'm wrong. See, I have the advantage of having found out how hard it is to get to really know something, how careful you have to be about checking the experiments, how easy it is to make mistakes and fool yourself. I know what it means to know something. And therefore... I can't, I see how they get their information. And I can't believe that they know it. They haven't done the work necessary, haven't done the checks necessary, haven't done the care necessary. I have a great suspicion that they don't know that this stuff is, don't know, and they're intimidating people, but I, I think so. I, I don't know the world very well, but that's what I think. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, laws. See, there's science. Science is a... Uh kind of like a average type of thing but then there's there's laws yeah. where it's it's 
you can't really break those laws. But social sciences, you could break the laws because there's there's no laws involved. It's kind of like yeah. I mean, a law is just something that's been reproduced so often and has had the same result. Basically, you know, obviously the law of gravity. Like it's like okay. Um, I can. I agree float. with that guy. <laughs> I'm really. I I feel bad for making fun of his last name now. Genius. Like he's cool. Um, oh, Fein- Fein- yeah, Feynman, but- Feynman is—he's amazing. I, I love him as well. But uh, he is—he's yeah. pretty funny. If you ever look into him, when he got into his older age, he like opened up like hippie hippie communes of, hey, come on, I'm gonna do a. It's kind of like a, a meetup he did. He made like meetups where he charged people to go there and hang out, and listen to him talk about quantum physics. Oh, that's cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, he's—he's he's got it. Yeah, I think especially about the point he brought up with um, using science, pseudoscience for intimidation. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, oh yeah, that's, that happens so often. And so many scientists, like remember the guy, the um, anti-vax guy, he's like, Oh, vaccines will give you autism. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, basically <laughs> he did that for, well, first of all, being a scientist, you want to be published. You're nobody if you're not published, you know, and then, um, he did it for, you know, publicity and money and grants. And usually a lot of scientists are motivated by money and grants because, you know, we it's all really are. hard to actually. Yeah. I mean, sure, we all are. But, I mean, sometimes that definitely skews the quote unquote science. Um, but, yeah, this motherfucker just completely made everything up. And um he was excommunicated from the scientific community and what have you but even to this day there are still people who refer to that article um and are convinced that you know it's the cause of autism blah 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 and it's like i'm not saying it isn't and i'm not saying it is i'm saying i don't know there's not enough research done to say otherwise you know and i'm not here i am i'm not a neurologist i am not an expert in this whatsoever um so, you know, I'm, I've got a very specific field that I know, and I'm even that, I'm like, I don't know. But, you know, and then scientists will come out and say, well, you, you know, I'm a scientist. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're fucking, any scientist that says, like, you know, listen to me, I'm a scientist about something. It's like, okay, well, look into their specialty. What are they actually doing? You know, sometimes they just say shit because they want to manipulate people and scare them and intimidate them and get money. So it's, or, you know, look cool at a bar or get laid. I'm not sure, but uh, call her, call her, don't let, trust them. Let me let me ask you a question. Have you you were like, oh, you know, you don't really know either. But you have you uh, have you you've you work with science, right? Yeah. Now, have you ever seen something break the laws of science? Like you you, you might. You might see it once in a blue moon, but like like with gravity, if I drop a ball, it's gonna fall. If I drop anything, it's gonna fall, probably a hundred percent of the time. And and what you do, you probably see stuff happen, probably a hundred percent of the time, always occur the way that you think it's going to occur. Correct? Does that no. make sense? <laughs> Well, biology is a little different. It's not like chemistry where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm very sure that this will, you know, it's 
Well, I was um, talking about physics. Chemistry very, is very wait. So there's physics, chemistry, and then biology. Biology is like the least solid of the sciences. Um, unless, well, of, of the physical sciences, they say. I mean, like psychology is that. Psychology. Don't get me started on psychology. It's the study of you know uh, individuals and entities interacting with the simulation. If you ask me, but back to me. Um, just kidding. So you're in you're in biology. Yeah, biology is yeah yeah. It's it's very um, yeah. Biology relies on (laughs) chemistry though, doesn't it? Like it's sort of chemistry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's. There, oh, yeah. For sure. There's a lot of. Uh, it's all organic chemistry. But yeah. I mean, to some extent, the chemistry part is pretty predictable. Yes. Um, but, the, but you don't know what the organic can, matter is going to do. Well, there's some weird shit that goes on because you can set the table exactly the way you know you're supposed. to. For instance, um, I am growing three different cancer cell lines at the moment, and they're being treated the same exact way. Um, they have special medium for each ca- cell cancer line. And what I do is I, I collect, they produce these little things, these uh, exosomes, and I do um, I do tests on them and stuff. And sometimes <sighs> they produce things that just, they're supposed to have certain markers on them, like um, cancer markers, and I can identify the types of exosomes that these things are, which are basically just little nanovisc. I've talked about this before. Maybe I probably sound like I'm talking about this too much, but this is all I That's do fine. Well, this is, this is what you do. So please talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I will. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my point is, is I'm looking for something that's supposed to be there and it's completely fucked up and not there. And I waste time. That's just kind of that was my point. I don't need to go into much detail. Well, okay. My my next question would be in the uh, how uh, how many times do you have to in biology hit something like what percentage of the time for it to be quote unquote a fact? Like, is it more than a little bit more than fifty percent? Because you're looking for these uh, cancer signs. Do you see them? Yeah. Do you see them more than fifty percent of the time, or is it like wildly random? specifically for what now? Like, are you, are you trying to determine whether or not there's like an absolute? Well, well you're looking for, you, of, you said, you just said you were looking for something that doesn't always show up. Oh right. yeah. 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 I would say most of the time it should show up, but there are, there are factors that are unknown as to why sometimes these things get mutated or don't show up the way they are. And it's just, you know, biology is crazy. It's just, so you get the basics and even the basics get fucked up over, well, not fucked up, like, you know, things change. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, the textbooks, you know, we got to update them because of this is a new thing. So, yeah, give me another random dollars for a textbook <laughs> and just because of, like, one thing that changed but, over but, the uh, year, you know. But, 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 for, but, but, but is it more than 50%? Like, when you try, when you run an experiment, is it like yeah. you're only do you only find what you're looking for at twenty five percent of the time? Or do you find stuff more than that? Does that make sense, my question, or not? Um, um 
Okay. Is it because so you're saying you're saying biology is <laughs> pretty random because you can't really always predict it, but there has to be some prediction level if you're trying to do stuff. Nick the rat, it's cuckoo. Like it just, <laughs> it really depends. It could even just be like. It could be based on my freaking mood. Like some days I'm just like grumpy and I don't get anything. I don't find anything. And some days I hit I hit it out of the ballpark. You know, it's just like fuck yeah. You know, I found this thing and I tell my PI and she's like, wow, that's great, good job. The ratio of success. Does that depend on how you're feeling or does it depend on? Sometimes it does. Yeah. It depends on equipment. It depends on the weather even. Um, it depends on. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm dead serious. Like it, it really just like every little factor could fuck up your experiment. Like one time it was super hot <laughs> and I was working with this, like I was working with a really um, hydro, uh, hydrophilic material just means, um, Wet. I'm sorry, hydroponic, not hydrophilic, hy- oh. hydroponic material just means it'll hydroscopic. Fuck me. See, I can't even get my things right. Anyway, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a solid that, um, attracts moisture out of the air and it, it'll, okay. if you leave it out for too long, it'll melt quickly. So you have to work quickly in order to use it. Um, hydroscopic. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> anyway, because of the weather, it was like, it was hot, but it was also humid and this shit melted too fast and I couldn't get it done in time. And then I gave up and I went for a beer. Wait, are you, <laughs> are you telling me the lab is not cooled or uh, there's no AC that keeps the temperature the same all the time? The AC broke. <laughs> the story is... <laughs> That's uh I'm not lying right now. It's I know you're happened. not. That's the funny part. You can't you can't yeah. perform experiments. We're moving to a new lab at the beginning of the year. This this lab it's basically like a slum shithole lab. <laughs> I I blame it for many things. I blame it for many failures. Like uh there the temper- was somebody temper- kicked a hole through the wall from the outside. I think I might have posted that on Twitter where it's just a hole in the wall. It's still there. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've called my land, the landlord like a gajillion times. They're like, oh, the pandemic though. It's like, oh, there's a hole in our wall. You take care of it. There's got to be more than like, even uh, with, with biology, I'm sure like even gravity, like, would you think that like uh, a lab in outer space would be good? Like a, like a, hmm. like a zero G, perfect temperature all the time laboratory would be better for uh well i wouldn't want like acids flying about i mean if there's a way to contain those we use a lot i use a lot of acid all the time (laughs) oh you're talking about like uh okay i thought you meant like lsd i'm sorry i could maybe that would help my science maybe that would increase my success rate because like there's a lot of really smart people that drop acid and they do well I... i should consider that how do you feel about dolphins? They don't I think I remember that from last week. <laughs> <laughs> How do I feel about one now? Dolphins. <laughs> They're cool. I don't know why. Have you ever sw- swam with dolphins? I'd be scared to swim with a dolphin. I heard they rape you. Yeah, I don't I think I'll swim with dolphins. I would. 
I'm scared of horses because I think they'd bite me. And if you have any bit of fear, they'll sense it and they'll go for it. And I think a horse would bite me and I th- or kick me, and I think a dolphin would definitely rape me. Well, I will tell you, I am very I okay. So I was frightened of horses. I'm less so now, but I was like, I'm a real horse. I went to Arizona with a friend of mine, and I rode a horse. And the horse next, the horse that my friend was riding, yeah, kept getting its face really close to my leg, and it was like I was I was waiting for it to bite me. I'm like, this this is gonna bite me. <laughs> I was scared the whole time that it was going to bite me. Yeah. And then, like, it was ahead of me, and I sort of calmed down. I'm like, cool. And then we stood next to each other, and that horse's head right, <laughs> right next to my leg again. It gave me a lot of anxiety. And he smelled the anxiety on your leg, and he was like, I'm going to have a leg sandwich tonight. I was trying to play it cool. <laughs> I was doing my best. <laughs> Do, I, the horse is like, okay, I'll I give it to you. You're You're trying. Maybe A for effort. Does a uh, placebo work in biology? You know, it tends to. I don't know what it is, but um, that, I guess that kind of goes back to that mind over matter thing. There are people who, even Mo Facts, I don't know if you heard that one episode where he was talking about how a guy was diagnosed with cancer and he died like a year later and it turned out that he actually didn't have cancer but his body reacted as if he did have cancer. Um, so that's, that's that being crazy. said, a placebo where you go the opposite and think that you're going to get better because of something, it has, you know, it does change your chemical makeup. Um, you know, emotions do alter, Dress. you know, your, your chemistry and stuff. So it could be, I don't know. <laughs> was that was that too long of an answer? No, it's not. Uh, there's also those those uh, there's women that think they get pregnant and they get all the signs of pregnancy, but then they're not. Like they get like the big stomach and stuff. They might have just had a burrito too many, but uh, like phantom. Mm-hmm. It's like phantom limbs. It's like phantom pregnancy, phantom cancer. Like phantom phantom is mm-hmm. a. I don't know. Is there a, is there a science about phantoms? Fantasism. Uh, uh... Fantasy, like as far as like, like placebo. There's a. I think I was talking about the no placebo idea. effect last week as well. I don't know if I mentioned this, but it's the placebo effect. It's it's kind of annoying because people when they do when they add the placebo effect into a study, it's usually they have a doctor that treats you like yeah. he's a piece of shit. Like I'm just. I'm just going to, uh, yeah, uh, age, okay, yeah, okay, bye. And then, then for the, the, the middle placebo effect, they'll be like, oh, we're going to ask you more questions and care about you. And then for mm. the complete placebo effect, they're going to be like, oh, we're going to, we love you, we, we love you. And, but this, people lie. And now if you have a car salesman who, he might get you a great deal on a car, but he might be like a shithead. He might be like, fuck you, but here's a great deal. You might be like, well, he was a shitty dealer, but then there might be like a guy that's like, I love you, but here's a really shitty deal, and you get it from him. It's life, life. There's too many when you involve humans into anything. There's way too many uh, plugs in shit garbage. <sighs> I agree. There are a lot of plugs in garbage. That's why I like. Yeah, no, I, I understand. That's why I like physics. I, know, I think. Oh, please. Please continue. A physics physics has like one answer only most of the time, like with with mm-hmm. gravity. 
Then you Newtonian t- physics, maybe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Newtonian, Newtonian, not quantum. Quantum, that's why I get a little iffy on there. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah. I know, it's interesting because, you know, you, you talked about the, the phantom thing where, you know, people are, I feel like that's kind of evolved. A lot of psychology has actually evolved into neurolo- neurology. Um, we've got more, not we, they, the fancy brain doctors, they've got more technology now um, that can monitor brain activity um, based on everything. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm willing to bet that, um, say, you know, you're talking about the amputee phantom arm. I'm willing to bet if, you know, you were to put them under a brain scanner, whatever part of the brain it is that lights up in order for you to move your muscle, um, if they were to stay still and like think about moving their arm or try to move their arm, you know, that would light up. That's just my thought. You know, it's just because your your uh, neurons are used to a certain pattern and then you take it out, they're still doing that. They're still firing it. What if you were born without the arm? Would your and your neurons never shot off that way. I guess I'm sure there's studies about this. I we we can make this study and make millions of dollars right now. Do you mm. were you never having an arm? Okay, let's look at your brain and compare it to a person that had an arm and see if the neurons in that area fire off. But then again, it's it's still that's not like a very it's not like a law. It's not like if I drop it it goes no. at nine point seven meters per second in one direction, yeah. Newtonian physics. It's kinda of like well, our best guess and what I wrote this story about, it's like a small batch science. Yeah. Well, I mean, even evolution, people, like, they're getting close and, you know, the theory of evolution all makes sense, um, you know, to a certain extent. And then they run into something they're like, ah, <laughs> what the fuck? And then they have to, like, scratch their heads and, like, mumble to each other for a while afterwards. You know what I'm saying? What, Just uh, what got you into science? I'm a hands-on person. I I've, I figured out early on that I'm not. Um, well, I don't like to sit down for very long, and I like challenge. I like you know people to. I don't like doing one thing. <laughs> I don't like being told to do something. Well, except for hey, you know, we're trying to figure this out you know, figure it out. And then I have the freedom to figure it out the way I'd like to figure it out. Okay. It's kind of why I did badly. I didn't do terrible in school, like, but I did not like school because everything was so like, do this in this way. and You must find this and this and da, 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 da. Uh, it's boring. <laughs> I'm looking for more of a general, uh, like, but did you read a book about like, oh, there's people in space and I like this book and now I want to know more about science. Oh, I don't know. I liked science museums when I was a kid. <laughs> Do you remember your first science museum? Uh, yeah, actually, I went to the Lawrence Hall of Science when I was a kid, and that's in Berkeley. Ooh, Berkeley. And it was a dinosaur. Yeah, a dinosaur exhibit, and that was the coolest fucking thing in the entire planet. You were like dinosaurs. And then, Fuck yeah! Yeah, I still love going to science museums. I made fun of for this. Why? I I yeah. like science museums too. I went to uh you know what's really you know what sucks? 
hmm. about science museums? They're um, ge- they're, they're all for kids now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Every yeah, fucking science museum is like, oh, kids, come on in and check out this. Like, you could look at mirrors and play with this thing that's mostly broken. Why not have science museums for adults <laughs> with like really fucking Dude. crazy cool experiments? And here's the thing: I'm willing to bet like. 80% of the kids do not give a fuck. They're like, I want to go outside and what, ride my bike. I want to go what? get ice cream. I don't care about this thing. What is this thing? I don't care. Well, they, they, I they, don't care. they might care like, oh, bubbles or ooh, lights or mirrors, right. but they don't really just fucking make it for, make a science museum for adults for crying out fucking I agree loud. With you. That would be fucking amazing. And you know what? Serve cocktails. And have people talk, like make it like a like a little club, like a little fucking science club, like, oh, have some drinks and let's learn something. Dude, okay, Nick Marat, listen let's, to me. When yeah. the pandemic bullshit's over, yeah. you and me, we're opening up an adult science museum. That's right. With, and we'll fuck. have strippers <laughs> at some, like, hey, it's Stripper Tuesday, come in and uh, our theme for today is... Uh, molecular nanoparticles and the usage of cancer treatment and uh here comes stacy instead of a chalkboard we could uh draw on naked people on like dudes and chicks like let's uh that would make science super rad i'm saying it doesn't have to be boring science oh my god they have the most boring games for everything (laughs) like the most metal uh cellular pathway yeah, the most metal one that triggers cell death. It's called P fifty three. Like really, P fifty three. It's literally death, and you call it P fifty three. Why do they call it that? Do you know why? I don't know. I don't know why they come. <laughs> it might have. It might have Maybe been a good just, reason. I think. I think it literally just means pathway fifty three, and it was like the fifty third pathway that they found. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's the fifty-third one. Yes. Oh, this is cell death. P fifty-three. The tumor protein. It's a gene that codes for a protein that regulates the cell cycle. Hence, do you think? Do you think death makes us human, or do you think even if we could get past death, do you think that would make us less human? Um, I think the knowledge of death makes us human. Obviously, we don't experience death oh yeah or true, not, obviously once you die you're gone you know uh, i mean really there is no death you just know of it but if you're continually in the present um there is no death in the present it's yeah. only something that's anticipated the overpopulation and stuff overpopulation i uh, it's okay the population's going down well yeah because nobody's having to yeah, also, imagine if there was no death, there'd be fucking uh, senators and congresspeople for hundreds of years. Shoot me in the That's face. Sad. That's really sad. I don't want to do that. <laughs> there'd also be artists that could live forever. Like, there'd be Salvador yeah. Dali still pumping out art. I hope so. Like, But, you know, artists are all starving to death, you know. But they won't die without the P53 issue. That is a P53 issue. Are you excited that you learned about that thing? I am now. Actually, I now I know what kills us. Uh, it's, it's P53. Well, it's cell death. So basically, if like, say, well, cancer um, kind of 
uh, hijacks the P53 cell pathway, and that's why it can populate so quickly because, you know, that cell, it's supposed to, it, it, it wants to, you know, your cells want to die, you know, so that um, the cellular debris can be recycled and reused by your body and blah, blah, blah. But, um, <laughs> blah, yeah, blah, blah. P53 doesn't uh, function, that's when you get your cancer, and that's sad. It's isn't, so isn't it's actually cancer, a pretty important pathway. Isn't cancer sort of like eternal life? Like it's just like cells growing nonstop, but then that kind of just fucks up everything else because they're. It's like oh well, man, I mean, it's it's mostly because they hijack. Um, well, they make they make your body prioritize it over everything else. So, as it's growing, it's you know, usurping essential nutrients. Well, it's a whole big thing. I'll go into it. Bunch of Basically, assholes. it's yeah, it'll it'll hijack. That's what metastasis is all about. It's it's basically just you know, it, it's reached a point where it actually spreads throughout your body, and your body's not going to fight it anymore, and it's taking up all of your resources, and it really sucks. I don't go into more into what this is depressing. Hey, what about those nano machines, though? I've we're going to have uh, nano machines that could go into the body and eat the fucking cancerous cells. Yeah, evidently. So I'm looking, I was looking at a couple of articles about that when you mentioned that. And um, I guess basically it's like a, I don't know if you've heard of targeted gene therapy, but yeah. it's, it's essentially the, the method of finding the actual specific gene that has the mutation for whatever it is, whatever cancer it is. Um, and I guess, I'm not 100% sure, but I think these little guys come in and actually, um, uh, in real time, uh, destroy the nucleotides that are responsible for it. I'm not sure. It's like CRISPR, but not, you, it's really you, not like it's, CRISPR at all, actually. It's it's also still like a shot, shot in the dark, too, because we don't, It's 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 a bunch of theories. We're not doing this yeah. because if we were doing it, then we 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 would have done it. Well, not necessarily. You have no idea how. Like with our our medical device. Oh yeah, we were approved by the FDA to. to oh no, I just knocked something over. Um, we were approved by the FDA to treat COVID. Compassionate. I told you this. Um, yeah, and they're dragging their feet. There's one person that we want to treat, and. Um, it's just we we can't do anything on our end anymore. Now it's just all the lawyers and the bureaucracy like fighting over whether or not. So if we do this, we're not going to get sued. So if we do this, we're not going to get sued. And if we do this, we're not going to get sued. And we need to get this for here, 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 here. And meanwhile, this lady's like suffering. We could just like give her the cartridge and see if it worked. But no, we got the lawyers. So I mean, that's are the you part are of you it. able like, to talk about this? By the way. Yes. Okay, because I have questions. Can I ask you a question about this? Okay. There might be some things I can't answer, but please. <laughs> I, I, that's why, I, because you, you actually brought up a lot of points. That uh, uh, So you're doing human trials on something. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it, that's published. Like, okay, yeah, we're doing, um, so we were approved to start um, treating COVID patients. Um, in I think it's twenty different hospitals for forty patients. 
so two did, patients. did they sign up for this or is there or how yeah, did, yeah. how did they get uh, into the trial so basically so there's this network network of physicians that are aware of us in our existence okay um, and they talk to our CEO who is also a physician so there's this whole they have this whole like um, yeah it's a network um, so basically if they feel like it would be appropriate to treat a patient with COVID, they would reach out to the CEO and say, hey, you heard about your thingy. Like, okay. Um, so they would consult with the patient and the patient's family. Um, once they give their consent, uh, the lawyers swoop in and, you know, lawyer, I don't know how that process works. I don't, I'm not involved with that. Um, but they lawyer, 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 lawyer. And then, um, yeah, essentially we, um, all I do on my end really is take the used cartridge and do tests on it. That's a, a, a test for the viral pathogens and stuff. So to are, see if we captured it. Are, are these people that are, are signing up for this, uh, treatment, are they, are, are they older or are they younger or do you know their, do you know their age? Do you know anything about these people? No. You just know that there's a person. Um, not not prior to treatment. After treatment, I mean, there will be a description, but we don't know anything about, you know, we don't know their name. There are certain parameters that they need to fit within to receive treatment. Um, they can't have certain other types of diseases. They can't, um, wow. you know, they can't also be getting treated for um, another type of virus simultaneously. Um, yeah, there, there's a few things that stop them, but otherwise, I mean, this is, this one's pretty non-restrictive because it's not a drug that directly interacts with your body. So, um, can you, can you, uh, run the experiment? Like just <laughs> hold on one second. Okay. Can you run the experiment yeah, just okay. like on their blood without having it enter? Uh, can you, can you test <clears throat> without testing inside of the person you know what i mean like yeah we that's yeah that's that's basically the majority of my job we do that already not the actual virus but like um well it wouldn't be the live virus shall i say because that requires you know entire bunny suits and face shields and stuff and we're not set up for that but uh the inactivated version or the inactivated virus basically that doesn't you know it's not going to come out and jump on me and take away my lungs um but we can isolate the spike proteins that the virus is used um that you know that's that's how they get into your lungs it's the spike protein is what binds to the ace2 in your lungs that initiates the mechanism of action for the pathogen to get in there and kill you um so yeah i mean there's we, we yeah we i can spike i use human blood i use bovine blood um wait bovine cows cows have covid too um well not okay so (laughs) basically i'm just spiking bovine blood with the spike protein of covid19 to run through the cartridge to see if it binds so this is like yeah and then we can evolve from there and go to human blood it's 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 a whole process how how close is bovine and human blood um, well, the thing is, it, it's 
it's not species in in the experiments that I'm running it's not really species dependent it's it I'm really not sure actually if if uh, SARS-CoV-2 can actually infect cows I would doubt it but that being said um that's not it doesn't the experiments are not dependent on the species or Whoa. anything like that it's just it's basically just mechanical it's it's the proof of concept like is it mechanically removing these things from the serum like serum is really not much different from I, animal to animal like it's I, just you know it's serum so i don't know what word to use other than this but i hate to use this word do you ever feel like oh how can i i'm gonna say the word just because i can't think of one do you ever feel like you're a okay. witch well, you cut out right when you said that word. What? Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I said a a witch, like a, a magician. A witch. Like a magician. you're just no, mixing stuff not. together. Like, no, oh, no, man. not at all. I feel like an idiot most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, Why did I do this? Why is it doing this? And I look around. And my colleagues are like, I don't know. Why is it doing this? And then my really smart friend goes, oh, actually, it's this and this and this and this. And she runs back upstairs and writes more papers. Your really smart friend might be lying just to write papers. But uh, possibly. Who knows? I don't know. And apparently a lot of people don't. There's there's, there's a lot of... Uh, but I'm sure experiments that you run that sometimes you don't know why that outcome is coming. Somebody could see it and, and know why that's happening. It's... It's crazy. You feeling. know, there's one experiment that I've been working on for a very long time, and nobody can get it. Everybody's like, everyone's like, "Oh, Nadia, you little goofball! Here, let me try it." Yeah. And they're like, "What the fuck is this? How are we supposed <laughs> to figure this shirt out?" And oh, I'm they're like, getting the same results. Right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody's like banging their head against the wall over this one thing. It's um, the it's the Nadia conundrum. Yes, it is the Nadia conundrum. They're like, "God damn it, Nadia!" Actually, not my fault. My PI told me to do this. I have no idea how. Are you ever going to work with nanotechnology at your job? Do, do, do they it's have possible? I mean, I do deal with nanoparticles. Uh, so you get ketchup off of clothing. <laughs> like yeah. what? What do nanoparticles do these days, other than uh, make things more lubricated? I guess. Is it... Uh, it depends on the application. I'm not a I'm not an expert in that. I'm just an expert in these particular nano vesicles, this viral and exosomes. That's that's all I do. <laughs> that's my whole life. <sighs> that's my bread and butter. <laughs> my bread and butter. That's awesome. Viruses. Mm. Virus butter. All right. That's that's kind of well, gross. That is a little gross. Virus I've taken up a lot of your time. I feel kind of bad, actually. I'm just kind of blabbing. Oh no, it's been it's been incredible. Uh, thank you I so. You like it. Thank you so much for uh, answering all my questions without uh, throwing glitter at me. Oh no problem. It's just you are very far away. So. <laughs> You've been throwing at your phone. Caller, <laughs> uh, can I ask you one more question? Of course. This one's very personal now. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. If you could uh, put nanomachines into your body to 
to uh, reach euphoria? Would you want to do that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to do it the hard way. It's more Oh, we're going to hang up on that person. We like everything on Nick the Rat Radio is all about the easy way. We're about the easy way on Nick the Rat Radio. Uh, uh, let's let's continue on in our search for answers with uh, our voicemails, 917-719-5923. To continue, one of them was this gigantic, I shit you not, it is an actual rectangle, and the outline... And I mean, it is fucking enormous. Now, I don't really know measurement of between me and where the distance between myself, my body, and the actual clouds in the sky. That would be, I'm sure, thousands of feet. But this thing took up an enormous part of the sky, and it was shaped like a gigantic rectangle. I am serious, and I mean sharp edges. How is that possible? Now, the edges of this rectangle were thick. The frame of the rectangle that is, you know, a cloud, if that's what you want to call it, but it's using cloud and to form. I mean, it's the formation. It looks like, you know, cloud material. You know what I mean? Fluffy. Right now, all the meteorological terminology escapes me because I am confounded. But the frame of the rectangle in the sky is, it was very thick. Ooh. And the... I like where this is going. The inside of the rectangle is thin layers. So it's lighter in color. It's lighter in density. So I go to get my phone... Because that's my main camera, like so many people. Yeah. It's it's the easiest access camera I have that's always on, almost always on. Anyway, within three minutes, it had morphed into a greatly thinner, smaller rectangle in the sky and had moved direction in the sky. Now... Also, to the south of this cloud in the sky was another cloud that looked very much, it was shaped like a dolphin. It had fins, and, I mean, it was it's creepy. But before I could get a picture of all this, they changed shape enough to where they didn't look the same shapes. Well, did did I hit a button that? Hold on. Did it, does E stop that? How do we think? Whoa, E flips through things. Holy shit! Okay, so the letter E. Fucking A. Where was I? What is? It? Hello, my little furry rodent friend. Oh no! Uh, I was sitting here watching a pretty big. Fucking A. The fucking letter E did something. It is flipping down through voicemails. Uh, I could find that letter. Oh, there we go. Bob. 
I want to know what happened with the shape changing. This is not cool. Where the f- Gonna get back there. We're gonna find this. We're gonna find this hole. Hold on one second. Hey Nick, it's getting late, bud. Everybody's think... still hungover from the atom gasm from last week. All right, that's so that's why... that. That's that. That's that. That's that. What's this one? Whoa! Hey, what's up? It's Rick from Baltimore. Yeah, you really want to Anyway, a few weeks ago, a podcaster whose first name is like a lion and his last name hello 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 no hello nick i fucked all this these voicemails up no just following up on that caller that called about his uh experience with the aliens just wanted to say my experience i was driving in the five and i saw uh light uh a fucking spaceship that was I don't know it was a spaceship it was just a light in the dark but it was whipping around like like a laser pointer you know in the sky it was moving so so fast I think we heard this and already. I imagine that that's I mean when I hear a lot of people's experiences like this guy's experience kind of had that and a lot of experiences have that I think that's just like a common let's go to let's go to some music we'll be right back with DJ Lazy Eye you are so precious anyway get your thoughts on it. Also, while I'm here, uh, get your thoughts on the Black Knight Satellite. Hi. Have a good one. Great interview with Adam, by the way. Top tier. Have a good one. Romantic dies. 
my name is Anastasia, your wife soon. It's nice to have meeting with you on. My husband, yeah. Tonight's product is don't know what Moldova was until you saw me online? Are you serious? What? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we're very serious about nanomachines in the body taking over. They might already be here. There might be... Okay, do you know how the government has technology that's beyond what we already have? We might have technology on this planet. We might... All right, I don't want to say this. I might sound a little crazy. There might be like cyborgs here already. Nanobot-controlled people. They might not even know that they're being controlled. There might be like a, a mass takeover of people on this planet already. Maybe I'm one of them. See, I don't want to sound too crazy, so I'm going to, I'm going to put me into the pot. I'm going to put me into the pot and stir it. I might be a figment of the government's imagination. <laughs> I just puked a little bit. Kind of gross. But how would you know? It's just like what our last caller was saying. Um, biology and chemistry it's it's not as exact as physics like our physics are is barely nailed down and physics is the most exact science we have and then there's these other sciences that revolve around it where we're just fucking guessing i might i might not even be me there might be more than just fluoride in the water. There might be nanotechnology in the water that's swimming through our veins. But judging by what our current technology tells us, it's just uh, getting ketchup off my shirt or or jizz and semen or uh, off, off of me or um, uh, nanotechnology might be giving us Cancer, too. Because isn't that spray you put on your shoes, like, to keep your shoes clean? Uh, what's that called? Like, Sticky Bright? Uh, 
I forget the name of that stuff that you spray on like fabric to make it last longer. I think it gives you cancer. The sun gives you most cancer? Well, you know, it's true. The sun is the most powerful radiation device that we know of. I wouldn't run around in the sun for too long. It'll kill you. You'll definitely shrivel up like a raisin and die. Everything in uh, uh, everything in small amounts is always good. We 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 should listen to maybe Zindu. Zindu will get us through the. Let's listen to Zindu. Hey everybody, this is Zindu, and I'm uh, doing some reporting for the Dark Sewer News Network again. Just want to say that everybody that works there is not racist. And they're whoa. not sexually whoa, whoa, assaulting whoa, whoa, me whoa, whoa, in any way. And uh, they're not, uh, they're not what, what are they called when you're uh, evil against religious people? Uh, they're, they're not child molesters or pedophiles. They're, they're not animal abusers. They're, they're uh, great people, all of them. Every single one is a great, great person that works there. And I just want to say thank you for taking me back, even though I gave hand jobs to homeless people what the- for about two weeks straight. And... Oh, boy, it was it was a great time until that one guy. You know, I got claws, a couple of claws here, and one guy got snipped. Uh, and I'm, I just want to say I'm sorry to that person, and if they come looking for me, I'll kill your whole family. Anyway, so this is the new year. And I'm, I'm going to do a little reporting on that uh, Twitter hack that, that happened. Apparently, they caught uh, the mastermind. He was 17. He was in Florida. Oh, he's a little kid, too. He's a little, what's his name here? Uh, it was, it's so hard to find information. When you have it right in front of you. Graham Clark. There's his name. 17, Graham Clark. Photo of him looks like he's the Joker or something. She's like, he's got his, his ominous looking in his face and all that shit. Uh, Tampa Bay Times came out recently saying that he was part of a home invasion thing where some kid got shot and killed too, but he wasn't arrested for it because he was just like, he was just like there or something. He's not a suspect or I don't know why they're releasing all this other information about him. I guess it's time to do the hit piece. Uh, he said he he got one hundred and seventeen thousand yeah, dollars in uh, Bitcoin in like a three hour span by hacking uh, major prominent people like Elon Musk and and uh, fucking you know Apple and Nick the Rat's uh, Twitter account asking for money and they they caught him but they they never they he said he's not guilty so so it's kind of weird because hey how did how did this kid get access to all these accounts. And B, how did the FBI catch him? I, I wish th- there needs to be more information. I don't think we're ever going to find information on this. I'm going to keep my eye on this report, though, because I-, I would I would love to know how he got his hands that deep into Twitter's fucking uh, pocket. And I want to know how the FBI got their hands deep into uh, his pocket. It's, it's like a lot of pocket passing going on here. And I I, I-, I want to know the whole story. Because it sounds like maybe I could get rich quick, too, if if I had the know-hows of these people. Uh, the, the Tampa teen who was 17 who did this, who was the mastermind, also had help from some guy in the U.K. and, and some other person. There's like three people involved, I think. I don't know what's going on with them. They only have pictures of this one kid because he's fucking goofy looking. And, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, uh, if he is if he is really not guilty, I, I feel bad for him. He seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time all the time. Especially when they took this photo of him. He was definitely in the wrong place because he looks like a, a fucking ass clown. Anyway, uh, I hope 
I hope we get uh, more information on this hack and uh, the, the updated story about this kid, and we'll see what happens. Anyway, this has been Zindu giving you, I, I guess, the news. I don't know. Was that really news? Uh, f- uh, fuck it. Yeah, it was news. Anyway, I'll be back later with some more, I guess, news. Ha <laughs> yes. I got my job back, baby. Yes. I'm not going to be able to get to the last voicemail, but this might. Hey, all right. So number three, lucky number three, right? Who who knows? I don't know. I just know that it's hard for me to describe all this to you and, and rush through the time that I'm given. Sorry. I'm sorry, but. Don't be sorry. I really wanted to share this with you. Just you. Fuck everyone else. Um, I wish that you could see it for yourself to know what it feels like to be looking at these shapes in the sky of clouds that look like they're greatly diminished. They don't look anything like the clouds that you and I, that we all grew up looking at in the sky. Nothing. It looks like it was very lightly painted in the sky, except for the frame of that rectangle. And then the one that looked like a dolphin I mean, I've, there's just no way. How can people deny what's going on, you know? And how do we really even know? It's all speculation, really. Some of it is intel. But the point is, is it's definitely abnormal <laughs> or nod to, nod to art, abby normal. It's very abby fucking normal. <laughs> That can be a beautiful thing, but that's not what I feel. That's not what I sense. I don't sense that this is divine intervention or interstellar. Um, okay, I could piece this together. Intervention of a benevolent nature. I don't know what it is. I just know it's really fucked up, and I think we're responsible largely. Let me know what you think. I know that you couldn't see it, and my description isn't that fantastic, but... And I cut half of the phone call off. It's real, and <sighs> I'm not hallucinating it. Do you have any thoughts on this? All right, let's see Feel here. free to share with me. Take care, Nick. Thanks. You're seeing You're seeing geometric shapes in the sky, which doesn't happen naturally. Because that that's not a natural occurrence. You don't just see a fucking. If I if I gathered this information correctly over the these last few phone calls, and I accidentally hit E, which might have ended that last one, but uh, it was a triangle cloud shape. There's no way there's fucking triangle clouds in the sky. That's that's. I've only seen like fluffy round rounded clouds. What could that could be? That might be military. Because what well, I saw I saw a uh, a stealth bomber fly over 
uh, Brooklyn on 4th of July. And I knew what it was. I was like, that's a stealth bomber. But it still blew my mind. I never, because you don't see giant black triangles flying over the sky. Now, you saw a giant, loud, fluffy shape flying over in the sky. It might have been like a stealth bomber that had new technology that could add cloud to it. It could have been a lot of stuff. Giant rectangle with blatantly framed edges and corners. Rectangle, triangle. Um, We get my geometric shapes fucked up. But either way, geometric shapes do not really exist in nature. Nature has a very uh, fluffy uh, spiral shape to it. It doesn't have a very uh, mechanical, uh, edgy, edgy form. Like if you ever see like something in nature that has edges, you could usually say, "Oh, that was influenced by mankind." I think man just likes being edgy. Uh, maybe there were some invisible crafts instead of having one square thing in the middle or rectangular shaped thing in the middle. Maybe it was square or flat shaped edges. A round thing in the middle. You need to take. You should. You should have whipped your your phone out and pointed your phone at the sky and called me at nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Kind of like this person's doing right now. Hello, caller. Whoa. All right. <laughs> oh, we got I, I caller. Hey. Hi. You picked up. I know. I. I. Okay. So I have my ringer off, but I should be, still be <laughs> hearing it. I was trying to blow you up. Oh, there's the ringer. Okay, I have my ringer back on. You were gonna blow me. Thank you, caller. <laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Hey. Hey. I'm skilled in other things. Why why can't I be skilled in that? Hey, it's twenty twenty, baby. <laughs> oh it is. This is the year of good sight. Do you think you'd have better sight if you had nano machines going through your, your eyes? It's it's possible. I wouldn't trust them though. I wouldn't either. I actually uh, you know fuck them, man. I want robots. I, I, I would. I, I would have to know everything about the construction, and more importantly, who funded the construction of them and the research. And but because you know, if, if at any point someone that has had an operation or has an antibiotic in their system became politically active in a manner that displeased whoever funded them, it wouldn't take anything for all those nanobots to amass in one certain spot the brain. You know, any, any artery leading to the brain, the heart, anything like that, and once they come to political prominence, they have a stroke. Call it, now you're now you're hitting you're hitting the the bioterrorism the mecho bioterrorism sector we're talking about now. This is getting crazy now. Uh, not, I wouldn't say it's a terrorism, more uh, political control. Oh, you, you're just talking about like voting. Uh, okay, I guess it's... Well, well, not really, but... 
I mean, you know, say someone became the voice of the generation, a real good one. And it went against, I guess, uh, hang on, I'm peeing in a bottle. It went against whatever. Wide mouth, wide mouth. Oh, yeah, still reserved, so, you know. Uh, but it went against the wishes of whoever funded all this. I mean, you know, these robots are programmed. They have to be, obviously, because they're not living yet. So, uh, okay, hang on. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on to every word you're saying. These these robots. Do you think the AI will ever uh, turn on? And also, if if there's, they could be hacked. That you might get these these robots put into you, and they might not die. And then somebody from, uh, you know, there might be a Republican that has a button, and you could hit a button and then turn them back on, and. You, who knows what they could do with yep. your with your body? You, yep. They could they can make your eyes see uh, red or blue or whatever they want. They could they they they, they could they could even you know, attach themselves to the electrical nodes that control your muscles, and even when you're screaming, I'm not doing this, make you do horrible things. I think to whomever make, they wish. They okay so so I know that there's groups in the government that do not like masturbation. Now, they might detect oh when God. you're touching your junk, right? You might be all up in there, like, ah, and you're grabbing your junk. <laughs> and you have these nanobots in you that might have been in your eyes, but now they're in your, your genitalia and or in and your you hand. You tear it off, yeah. And they might make you tear it off like you're a goddamn gorilla. You're just, and you And then... And, <laughs> Oh my God! This, this, I'm not no no robots in me. Thank you. No, me neither. I mean, if I'm going to die from cancer or anything like that, it it is the natural way. It's what the great spirit. I will meet the great spirit soon after then, and who knows? You know, life is life is only the only the beginning, as far as I can tell. Hey, yeah, no one's come back from death, right, to tell That's us any true. better. That's true. It's as as uh, some caller said, we don't know what death is because we can't experience it. It's only a thought. Uh, also, maybe maybe there's vampires out there. There's like vampire scientists. That is possible. And they're just I think a lot of people us. are vampiric in certain ways. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and you never you can't trust you can't trust these people. And if they're shooting you up full of stuff, think about it. I could I could shoot you up and say I'm putting something that's going to save your life into you, and I could just be like stealing your soul straight out of mm. your 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 tubes. I could be sucking the life yep. out of your tubes. Very possible, or reading your thoughts. I, <laughs> which is another form of vampirism. Sucking your brain off. I'm giving you brain. Yep. <laughs> your brain off. <laughs> Not funny, caller. Where's my hang up button? Uh, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Hang you're, on. You're lucky. Don't I can't do it find it. I have something else for you. It's, it doesn't have to do with nanobots, but it is another tale from the river. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Get it on. Would you like to hear it? Uh, yes. Okay. This came from an old captain. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in the wheelhouse talking to these old folks because they have seen all kinds of stuff. And, uh, okay, I'll set this up like this. The way the radar system works in the wheelhouse 
It doesn't pick up steel. It doesn't pick up concrete. It doesn't, it doesn't pick up rocks or dirt or anything like that. Otherwise, they wouldn't run run hard. Uh, these, are, these are river boats, by the way. They wouldn't run hard aground with their toes if they did. Uh, so it only picks up, and my brother would kick me for this, but organic matter, living matter. It only picks that up for some reason. I, don't, I do not know why. I do not know how. But this caption was telling me, if they were tooling along, you know, going down down the Mississippi River, right. and with a full tow, it's it, it's a lot of weight, millions of tons, not including the barges themselves or the boat. So they're moving down the river, and out of nowhere, this green blob appears right in front on his radar, right in front of the tow. So the captain, he, he he puts it in neutral, waits for a few seconds, not the full 14 takes for the wheels to stop, the wheels of the propellers, that's the industry term for propeller. It takes them 14 full seconds to stop so he can put them, you know, in reverse. Or, you know, it, it, the way they say it, uh, a, a stern. There's quarter stern, half a stern, full a stern. And that's what you do when you're trying to stop real quick. So he waits for them to stop somewhat because he doesn't know what it is. It could be a pleasure craft. You know, it, he doesn't know. So he puts them, uh, I, I can't remember what he says. It was either quarter or half a stern, uh, you know, to stop the tow because he thought he may have run over somebody. All right. Well, the thing is, the blob disappears off the radar. It's gone. So uh, he's got the and the spotlights that these boats use are incredibly powerful. I've got shine in the face with them once, and I saw all colors of the spectrum. It was it was pretty trippy if it didn't hurt so bad. So protect yourself, call. You need to. Uh, I think the Dark Sewer Network has these glasses that block most. It's basically like brick you put on your face. You might want to look into that. I could use them. Because <laughs> yeah. when these these things hit you, they they are the brightest things I've ever seen. They're, they're brighter than the spotlights. The, the, you know, the, I mean, you see them in the cities, right? You know, spotlights hitting the clouds and dancing back and forth. They're a lot brighter than that. Yeah. Anyway, he puts it to half a quarter astern, trying to slow down because he thought he just ran over somebody. He's got his spotlights out at the, toward the head of toe. He sees something humanoid jump up on the port side, which is the left side, walk across the head of the toe, which is the very front of the toe, and then dive back into the river. And this is the Mississippi River. This is a big river. And I, I want to say he, he said it was down south somewhere. So this is where the river gets the widest. You know, at the confluence of, uh, uh, of the Ohio and the Mississippi River, once you get past that going north, it, it's smaller, quite a bit smaller. But down south, <laughs> there are just millions and millions of gallons of water passing one specific point all the time. It's a very dangerous river. Nobody's going to be swimming in it. Nobody's going to be... And if somebody got ran over in their boat, they wouldn't jump onto it and then jump off of it. It's suicide. So... He sends his first mate out to see what the fuck is going on. The first mate gets out to the head of the toe. Doesn't see anything except for footprints. Humanoid, but elongated footprints. 
and that's the last they ever saw of, of whatever the hell it was. The blob disappeared. The thing crawled up on the port side, walked across the head of Toe, and dove back into the river. My God. Fucking creepy. All right. How, how do you know about this? I talked to the captain. I go up to the wheelhouse, you know, periodically. You know, everybody calls me a bitch for doing it, but I like to talk to these old guys. Yeah. First of all, I figure they're lonely, and second of all, there's all kinds of stuff to learn from, and third of all, I can watch them steer. So the captain lived. He experienced Oh, yeah. That, everybody lived. It was just something hopped up, walked across toe, and then dove back in the river. You know, it, the, everyone lived. You know, there wasn't a boat. There wasn't any debris. There wasn't anything. There was just this creature, whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> just walked across toe and jumped back in. I have no clue what it was. And the only thing that the first mate found were big, wet footprints that were longer than a human foot. And you know the captain. You've How did how did you meet the captain? I was riding with him. Ooh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the deck crew. I, I, I'm what you would call a deckhand. So when we pick up barges, drop off barges, yada, 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 I'm the one out there yanking cables and, and, and tightening ratchets to put it all together. I know all about putting the deck on the hand and yanking cables. Uh, so so the, the, was, uh, the, the captain lived through this and was he, he, he still has a boat. He still, he, I would have quit. I would have been, I would have been gone. I would not, I would not be out there. What these old guys, I mean, this one was an old one. He was about 76 when I talked to him. Still surprised all hell. And, and I would imagine tough as nails. He's one of the old captains. You might not find too many of those anymore out there because just, well, they're dying off, really. And some of them, you know, the industry has changed to such a degree that safety is such a big priority that they can't captain the way they used to. So they just quit. Do you know where this happened? Do you feel uh, comfortable disclosing uh, this location? Oh, uh, of the incident? Yeah, uh, because uh, seriously, we could probably get like camera crews down there, maybe uh, uh, Channel Nine on your side or something. We we could go check it, this out. It's hard to. It, if I could, I would because you know I've I've talked to you before, and I disclosed locations specifically, but this time I can't do that. I don't I know where it was. I never ratted you out. Vague. I've never ratted you out. I am a. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a rat. <laughs> I am a rat. I'm not a rat. I am uh the. Uh, caller, if 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 you ever got investigated before, I'm sorry. It it might have been not. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> I've never been abducted by people in black vans and and injected with truth serum and and and, and then not remembered anything. No, I, I've never. That has not happened to date. Caller, I'm sorry, but we have a trace on your line right now and. We're fine. We're, well, we're, where am I? If I if I say it right Come now, on. you're gonna hang up, though. No, I would not. I would never. In like, in about five seconds, we're gonna have the trace complete, though. Like, I see five, four. It, it, it three, ends with NSC. Two. Ooh. Damn, we're never gonna find this person. Damn, we almost had him. We almost had him. 
could have found out exactly where he was, where this wet monster with the big feet was. We could have had so much information and data. I bet I know where he is. Really? Where? He's probably off a street called Elm down in Natchitoches, Louisiana. We got him. Yeehaw. I'm gonna I gotta make a call. Wait, this is for the air conditioner. This is not a phone. Uh <clears throat> I'm so happy I got this working again. It's what your AC or your phone? Uh, no, you. I got you back here because it's been so lonely. Sometimes you're Sorry. sitting, <laughs> you're sitting here, and you just and you feel just so alone sometimes in the sewer. It was the nanobots. It's it's all their fault. It's always been their fault. You can't blame yourself for this. Did did well, didn't you just go somewhere? Did you go somewhere recently? Uh no, that was uh that was Rye. He left me at home <laughs> because I had to work. Oh, really? That stinker. Yeah, and he came home looking more burnt than a lobster. <laughs> Give him that aloe rub down. Oh, we got a phone call coming through. Uh, hello, call- hello, caller. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am a little scared, a little worried, uh, but I'm I'm pretty good. How are you? I can't complain. It's a little chilly out tonight, but there's a full moon. There's a full moon right now. Well, at, I don't know if tonight's the full moon or if it was last night, but it's bright. Well, you know, if you're like a day or two before or after, it's still all the same. Yeah. Whoa. I keep hearing voices. In your head or on the phone? (laughs) On the phone. Have you traveled down the graphene? No, we haven't talked about graphene yet. Now, graphene is is uh, very important in nanotechnology. It lets you draw on paper. <laughs> well, yeah, to a degree, but I mean, there's graphene that is a actual substance that they make, and it's considered like a semi metal, I think. And you can put a like a. Uh, Electrical current to it. Yeah, it conducts electricity. So if you took a pencil, because pencil's not made of lead anymore, it has graphene in it. And if you were to... It's graphite. Graphite. But graphene is graphite, isn't it? It's like a thin layer of graphene. No, no, no. Graphene is like an atomically weaved... It's different? ...like patch of material that they can put a... It's it's built of nanotubes of carbon, or of graphite, excuse me. And then they can put like a current to it and make it contract in ways that they can can control. They keep saying that <clears throat> there's a special on Nova about it, which PDF, whatever that's worth. But uh, uh, where they 
show how the graphene can react, but of course they show you like a little piece of it, and they're like, yeah, this piece right here costs like half a million dollars to make. But they said that the technology keeps growing, they'll be able to make like, uh, possibly make like a prosthetic limb that would be able to react from the signals from the brain. Whoa. Is that, is that, can you like stab your, like, so if you lose your arm in the war and you take a mechanical pencil and you just jab yourself, will you grow an arm or something? No. Oh. No. Damn. But graphite itself can, can carry electrical current. It is a conductive material. Ooh. Well, now I'm getting some ideas in my head. <laughs> the electric pencil. Well, yeah, it's. It's built up of nanotubes that they can. Uh, it's got. They say it has an unusual electrical current or conductivity to it. So, but the weird thing with the Nova special was at one point they were like, and it could be used to develop different military technologies. I was like, ooh. Well, actually, that's a that's a great question. Uh, what what do you think we could use? Uh... What, what kind of military weaponry do you think we can make with nanotechnology? Like, what, what's the most deadly thing you could think of? I, I mean, make a suit for some, like the soldiers. Oh, like a super suit? That's not deadly, though. That's protective. I'm talking about death. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, out of the combat field, it'd be probably pretty deadly. Well, well okay, yeah, but... Uh, whoa, I hear... You, sir, can you turn down your radio for one? But for two, the, in war, there is... Uh, there's no laws in war. There's there's no... That's what I never understood about war. It's like, oh, you can't use biochemical... Uh, you can't use uh, bad stuff in war, which makes no sense. You're talking like the uh, United Nations sanctions well, that they have on war, on how you're supposed to... Yeah, do what... what and who who gives the United Nations these powers? Like Zeus? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Like, was that gas called that like destroys people? It's a fucking bad like sarin? chlorine or sarin gas. Yeah, like sarin gas. The sarin. Like, what yeah. what's stopping people from just wiping out civilizations of people with with fucking get uh, is nano nanoparticle gas? That can probably vaporize people and keep structures intact, which is better than a nano suit. Better than Beirut yesterday. Oh man, did you see that explosion? That's crazy. Yeah, uh, big time. Do you big think time. that might have been I, a I, ammonium nitrate? That. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, that's just... Well, I guess What did if, they say? There was 2,700 2, tons of it there? Yeah. For six years? Did you ever see the explosion in China? In 2014, I think? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. That shit was crazy, yeah, too. Yeah, I remember seeing the videos of it. The, what, but, what, what, what was that from, though? What, what, what caused that? I don't, I don't remember what... From from my shit memory, it was like a lithium plant or something. It was like some type of uh, chemical plant that just they didn't have oh, it okay. properly protected. 
wasn't there one in Texas, the lithium plant that exploded in Texas too? Yeah, but Texas is pretty spread out. In China, they're tight. They're tight. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You're going to burn down like major cities. But they lied in the Chinese explosion. They're like, oh, yeah, the explosion that was uh, huge, like fucking 30 city blocks vaporized. Only about 20 people died. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a decent explosion. Nobody, nobody, it was, nobody got hurt. Well, look at yesterday. They they came out in, in Beirut and said that it was fireworks. I was like, <laughs> I don't really recall getting many fireworks from Beirut ever. Tianjin, Tianjin, China, in 2015. Oh, okay. Let me I'm look up Tianjin right explosion. Let's oh, see I'm if Wikipedia you. lies to us. Tianjin explosion. Oh, that's the second search after you put in Tianjin. 2015 fireball explosion, blah 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 blah. Uh, storage Sodium station. Cyanide was that? A... I didn't know that sodium cyanide was that volatile. Well, you know, if you put enough uh, fire on anything. Oh yeah, and plus if it's like atomized in the air too, if you can make anything blow up, like flour. Oh yeah, Fla- flour is really. You ever put flour into a, uh, somebody's vape? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know that, that would work. The only thing I can think of that would be worse is cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the cinnamon challenge. It's uh, the 2020 cinnamon challenge. <laughs> put it in a vape. See how long you can last. <laughs> nah. Now I'm like totally trying to read this Wikipedia article, which doesn't make any sense. You got to look into graphene no more too, because if you're going down the nanotechnology, is graphene explosion explosive? Graphene, I don't ex- probably explosive. I would biology. The, I'm getting graphic explosives. That's not really no. It's spelled yeah. graphene. It's G R A. P H E M E. Yeah, graphene. It's it's like the uh, carbon. It's the uh, six. It's like a honeycomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes forever to make that shit too. Control the contractions of it. They they get a whole bunch of people with pencils and they start like rubbing it to make like shading. <laughs> Over the top of a quarter. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you do it, right? <laughs> that is how you do it. Yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's Washington. <laughs> Just rub that shit down. I'm submitting that. For, I'm I'm submitting that for art. It's, it's gotta be red though. <laughs> oh, NetNed, NetNed. I'm sorry. Uh, what NetNed? That graphic NetNed found. It seems to be owned by nobody. So, so he could have claimed it as his own, but still. Oh man! I could have. I Wait, mean, you're net net? I may be. Oh my god! Uh, I'm so, I'm sorry, caller. That what? What do you mean? Nothing. Um, to me, dude. No, nobody called. Nobody called you out except me. It doesn't matter. I don't care. And you saw this on a garbage can? I I just finished listening to 
Thursday show because I've I been. Thought, you know what? And, and here's 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 the honest to god truth about this. I saw that on a garbage can that my sister had up on her computer when my mom and her were work, were looking at her computer. Yeah. On like yeah. the weekend after of Mother's Day because we didn't have Mother's Day because my sister was up at her her cabin up north on Mother's Day, so we had it the next week. And her and my mom were looking at some. My my sister clicked on it. And instantly, my mom was like, because my mom's like really conservative. Yeah. And she saw it as kind of like a uh, bash of Trump. So when I I said, what is it? And my sister said, oh, come look. So I went and looked at it. And I said, oh, save that, save that graphic off and send it to me. And I had all the intentions of reproducing it on my own. But things got in the way that week because like last week was like one of the worst weeks I've had since this whole freaking coronavirus crap has broken out <clears throat> so I had her save it off well, I just cleaned it up took a little bit of the glare and tried to flatten it and that's all I did and then uh, put put the text on the top and the bottom but there, there's a lot I of people that I could have recreated that if I had Photoshop <laughs> and I just purchased it today so I'm trying to go back to using tools that i know Wait, you bought photoshop oh. you're you're yeah ah. yeah i put an art up already go to no agenda's art generator i put one up i'll check it out but, around but you time. should use a you should use other stuff than photoshop Ugh. Well, well what did you use on your tab you said something on your tablet um well there's a there's a few programs that i use now but there's i i'm totally off of adobe yay uh Affinity. Affinity is a good program. Also, there is Clip okay. Studio Paint for drawing. But if you want to do photo manipulation, anyway, if if you were to manipulate that photo, it would it would take a it would take a long time anyway, because there's a lot of uh, graphic design in the swerves and the text and all that to maintain. That oh too. yeah, yeah. But that, that's where like the tools inside of Photoshop, if you uh, like once you place the text, and then there's a little T up top, and you can do all the like waves and flags. Oh no! And yeah, like yeah. Adjust it around. I, 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 I know how. I know. I know how it works. I know how it works. But uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> no, I do. Uh, also, that graphic that you used, a lot of other people when when I sent you like, oh look, it's on a cup already. The people that used yeah, it for the cup, know, and they're not the original people I, that made that shit either. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, 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 I, I was positive it was on Etsy, and then when I called my sister, she's like, "No, that was Pinterest that we had up that day." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't have or want a freaking Pinterest account." Oh no, yeah, that's, for the stupid graphic. It was funny too because when because John so and Adam couldn't find it somewhere. <laughs> I don't see she, she when John and Adam do their they don't really do a lot of. Uh, looking into back searching graphics which is a little funny i don't understand how they don't do it but you know what's odd though is i searched i searched the heck out of it and i still couldn't find i could find it i think i found one of them that you had posted but other than that i didn't find any like i couldn't find like even that trash can that had it on it yeah i don't There's, know what you're talking about this trash can some some lady did it on her on cricket or on her cricket machine and put it on a freaking trash can, and that's where I stole it off of. Which I'm admitting I stole the art. 
No, no, it's it's most of the art that I do is like quote unquote stolen as well. I do collages. I pretty much put things I on top of stuff. That, yeah, but I honestly I didn't make it my own. I could have easily made that my own, and I didn't. Indeed, indeed. But but the funny part I thought was was John was like, I couldn't find that shit at all. I want NetNet to send me the the <laughs> the, the, the the link to I, Etsy. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I sent him like yesterday. I sent him the exact same thing that I just told you. It was like, I freaking saw it. My sister had it on her computer, and she emailed it to me. And I don't even know where it is. And my sister's like, I'm not going and searching for this thing. <laughs> so like, oh my god. So I'm asking people around. Like, do you, do you have a Pinterest account by chance, or <laughs> so you can search for this stupid image? So, but you're well within your rights to point out what you pointed out. I'm just happy they didn't say that artist, it was me you? pointing that out because uh, I didn't want to you, sound like you're a, an artist. I didn't right? want to be a, an art, a caring artist. Yeah, but you're an artist and at heart, aren't you? I so you know a little bit. I'm a little I bit mean, of an you artist. Still do painting or anything or i got i like watercolors now i like water I, acrylic i never did oil <laughs> oh okay if i wasn't sitting in my garage i'd send you pictures of those my sister does a lot in acrylics on rocks oh man sometimes i do meth <laughs> and uh do oh you meant like on rocks never mind um <laughs> Caller, can I ask you one more question? Sure. What What are you wearing? I'm going to say that I love Nick the Rat. That's, that's not what you're wearing. That's a horrible answer over there. Let's listen to... Uh, we got this here. Uh, more Feynman. Question. Do you think there will ever be a machine that will think like human beings? and be more intelligent than human beings? First of all, they you think like human beings, I would say no, and I'll explain in a minute why. I say no. And second, that they be more intelligent than human beings is a question, intelligence is to be defined. If you would ask me, are they better chess players than any human being possibly can be? Yes, I get you, someday. Are they best, better chess players than most human beings right now? One of the things, by the way, that we always do is we want the darn machine to be better than anybody, not just better than us. If we find a machine that can play chess better than us, it doesn't impress us much. We keep saying, and what happens when it comes up against the masters? We imagine that we human beings are equivalent to the masters in everything, right? The machine has to be better than a person in everything that the best person does at the best level, okay? But it's hard on the machine. But with regard to the question of whether to make it to think like a machine, my opinion is based on the following idea, that we try to make these things work as efficiently as we can with the materials that we have. The materials are different than nerves and so on. If we would like to make something that runs rapidly over the ground, and we could watch a cheetah running, we could try to make a machine that runs like a cheetah, but it's easier to make a machine with wheels fast wheels, or something that flies just above the ground in the air. When we make a bird, the, the airplanes don't fly like a bird. They fly, but they don't fly like a bird, okay? 
So they don't flap the wings exactly. They have in front another guy of a gadget that goes around, or the more modern airplane has a tube that you heat the, the air and squirt it out the back, uh, a jet propulsion, a jet engine. Uh, has an internal rotating fans and so on, and it uses gasoline. It's different, right? So there's no question that the later machines are not going to think like people think in that sense. With regard to intelligence, I think it's exactly the same way. For example, they're not going to do arithmetic the same way as we do arithmetic, but they'll do it better. Let's take mathematics, very elementary mathematics, arithmetic. They do arithmetic better than anybody, much faster, and differently, but it's fundamentally the same because in the end the numbers are equivalent, right? So that's a good example of it. We're never going to change how they do arithmetic to make it more like humans. That would be going backwards because the arithmetic done by humans is slow, cumbersome, and confused and full of errors <laughs> where these guys are fast. If one compares uh, what computers can do to the human beings, you find the following rather interesting comparisons. First of all, if I give a human being a problem like this, I'm going to ask you for these numbers back, every other one in reverse order, please. Right? Now, I'm going to series of numbers, and I want them to, you to give them to me back in reverse order, every other one. I'll tell you, I'll make it easy for you. Just give me the numbers back the way I gave them to you. <laughs> you ready? One, seven, three, nine, two, Six, five, eight, three, one, seven, two, six, three. Anybody gotta gonna be able to do that? No. And that's more than not more than twenty or thirty numbers. But uh, you can give a computer fifty thousand numbers like that and ask for them in any reverse order, the sum of them, or do different things with them, and so on. And it doesn't forget them for a long time, etc. So there are some things that a computer does much better than a human, and you'd better remember that if you're trying to compare machines to humans. But what a human has to do for his own, always, they always do this, they always try to find one thing, darn it, that they can do better than the computer. So we now know many, many things that the humans can do better than the computer. She's walking down the street, and she's got a certain kind of a wiggle, and you know that's Jane. <laughs> right? Or... The sky's going in, and you see his hair flip just a little bit. It's hard to see. He's at a distance. But that particular funny way that he, the back of his head looks, that's Jack. Okay? To recognize things, to recognize patterns, seems to be something that we have not been able to put into a definite procedure. You would say, I have a good procedure for recognizing Jack. Just take a lots of pictures of Jack. By the way, a picture can be put into the computer. In fact, by this method here. If this were very much finer, I could tell whether it's black and white at different spots. You know, in fact, you get pictures in a newspaper by black and white dots. And if you just do it fine enough, you can't see the dots. So with enough information, I can load pictures in. So you put all the pictures of, of Jack under different circumstances and ask the machine to compare it. The trouble is that the actual new circumstance is different. The lighting is different. The distance is different. The tilt of the head is different. And you have to figure out how to allow for all that. And it's so complicated and elaborate that even with the large machines with the amount of storage that's available and the speed that they go, we can't make, figure out how to make a definite procedure that works at all, or at least it works anywhere within a reasonable speed. So recognizing things is difficult for the machines at the present time, 
And some of those things are done in a, in a snap by a person. So there are things that humans can do that we don't know how to do in a filing system. So uh, it, it's recognition. And that brings me back to something I left, which is what kind of a file clerk can't be imitated by the machine? A file clerk that has some special skill which, which requires recognition of a complicated kind. For instance, a file clerk in the fingerprint department which looks at the fingerprints and then makes a careful comparison to see if these fingerprints match, is not been, is just about ready to be, it's hard to do, it's almost possible to do by a computer. You'd say there's nothing to it, I look at the two fingerprints and see if all the black dots are the same, but of course it's not the case. The finger was dirty, the print was made at a different angle, the pressure was different, and the ridges are not exactly in the same place. If you were trying to match the exactly the same picture, it would be easy. But where the center of the print is, which way the finger is turned, whether it's been squashed a little more, a little bit less, whether there's some dirt on the finger, whether in the meantime he got a wart on his thumb, and so forth, are all complications. These little complications make the comparison so much more difficult for the machine, for the blind filing clerk system, that it's too much, much, much too slow to be certainly utterly impractical, almost, at the present time. I don't know where they stand, but they're going fast trying to do it, whereas a human can go across all that somehow, just like they do in the chess game. They seem to be able to catch on to patterns rapidly, and we don't know how to do that rapidly, automatically. Yay, fine. Uh, he's, he's a fun, fun guy. Uh, let's listen to Aries Beat, Upbeat 2. Fun song over here. Let's uh, jump into this. We'll be back with more Nick the Rad Radio, everybody.
Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a fun song right there. Hello, everybody. We're back with more Nick the Rat Radio. There's a this problem with these nanotechnology. There's a lot of uh, little things that they have that they can move around, and most of the time it goes probably in the blood. And it's they're either squirting it on your squirt, your squirt, your shirt, or your skirt, so you can't get ketchup stains, or they or they want to put it into your blood. Now, now I heard things like, oh, there we have we're there. We just need the funding to get it actually in there deeper, and. uh they got these things that are like they're spirals. They like they can move it around with magnets or electron radiation and all that other stuff. And uh, it's it's it's, it's um, it'll probably clog up your veins faster than it can unclog them. Where uh, a little ways off, we're a little ways off. Isn't that right, Sindhu? Everybody's a new here, and I got some science news for you. And uh, you're gonna love this science news because when it's when you when you hear the word science in there, you you know it's true, right? And if if it wasn't true, it wouldn't have that word science there. So this this article is 110 percent true. <laughs> I mean, uh, just 100 percent true. We all know it's physically impossible to have 110 percent of anything. It's only it stops at 100. After you hit that 100 point, then it uh, it it becomes bullshit after that. All right, so let's let's look at this article here, and they try to get you with a fucking catchy headline too. You, you gotta love you gotta love these these catchy headlines here. This is on Psychology Today, and then you read the headline and it says this: One word protects your brain from diabetes and dementia. Yes, one word. Oh, so I can just sit there and say one word? Is it banana? Is it donkey? What the fuck is the word? <laughs> Was that the word? I don't know. Is Maybe it's Ellen. Is Ellen the word? Is, can the word be two words like Ellen DeGeneres? Uh, okay, so I, I read the article, and they, they lied to you. It's not a word. It's, it's a lack of action. Sleep. They're saying sleep. Sleep is what protects your brain from uh, diabetes and dementia. I didn't know you get diabetes to the brain. I guess everything comes in from your brain, though. It controls your, your sugar and your glucose. So, yeah. <clears throat> Let's look deeper into this article now. Um, Come on, Zindu. Jeez. Yeah, they say sleep is good. They did a study. I don't even know how the fuck they did this study. Let's see where the study over here. Uh, short, uh, persistent short sleep durations or changes in sleep duration from middle to adulthood were associated with higher risk of type 2 diabetes later in life. Uh, what? What what, is, what what else? Is, uh, I gotta go to this other article to read about this whole fucking article on American diabetes over here. Objective research results conclusions. Let's see. In the research design and methods using a group based modeling approach. We identified sleep duration trajectories based. What, what what about what about what they ate? What about their activity during the day? What about uh, everything else a fucking human person does throughout their day other than just sleep? It's weird. These scientists they'll pick one thing and they'll look at that one thing. Did. We, we watched a thousand people and how much ice they ate. And the people that ate more ice had erections for longer time periods. So, fuck ice and hard dicks go together. We're, let's be a fucking famous scientist now. See, I'm not trying to bash science, everybody. Zindu is a firm believer in science. I invaded this planet using technology that your puny brains could barely even fucking understand. And then it broke down and I'm stuck here and now I'm working as a fucking newscaster. 
But let's just look at what they're feeding you people here. Uh, American Sleep Association reports that between 50 to 7 million U.S. adults have some kind of sleep disorder. Oh, oh wow, how'd they get this information? Did you ever get a fucking pamphlet under your door saying, hey, you, you, do you have sleep uh, fucking issues? Send it back over to us so we know. Thank you. No, nobody ever gets pulled for this shit. Also, if you go to a doctor and you want to get a free vitamin D test, do you know what you have to tell them? No, you don't tell them that you work for Ellen and that you'll suck their dick. You tell them this. You have trouble sleeping. Here's your big tip of the day, everybody. You go to your doctor, and before you get your blood work done, make sure you say you have trouble sleeping at night, and you'll get that vitamin D or vitamin K. I forget which one it is. It's one of those. B, B, D, or K. Fuck if I know. But just tell them you have some trouble sleeping, and and they'll they'll test that in your blood, because otherwise they can't test it for free, because there's no problem. It's... Fucking doctors are jokes, man. You just have to go there and make shit up so you get free treatment and let the fucking insurance get billed for it. All right, we're, we're getting way off topic here. Anyway, so let's go back into this article. Uh, they, they, they they tell you how to get good sleep at night. And they also say, you know, so drug addicts, they, they get no sleep, and then they start sleeping better when they stop doing drugs, and their life goes, they have a better life. They fucking stop fucking killing dogs and shit. I don't know. Uh, don't watch TV before you go to sleep. They say, drink warm milk before you go to sleep. Listen to calming music. Use a fucking, like, lavender oil and fucking shit and all this other bullshit. Read a book and uh, avoid exercise or sleep before you go to sleep. And, and wear something comfortable. Okay, yeah. But they, they left out masturbation or sex or orgasms, man. Yeah, that's, that's my fucking trick. Usually right before I go to sleep, if I jerk off at least three of my 22 dicks, I'm fucking out like a fucking lamp, you know. <laughs> for like 30 hours straight. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we don't even know what sleep does. All I know is it's a perfect time to come in and inly probe you little fuckers. Anyway, this has been Zindu with fuck your science on this planet. Your scientists are a bunch of scam artists, and you guys are paying for it. <laughs> this is Zindu coming at you with the news. At least I think it's news. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Fuck. Bye. Yay, Zindu. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Okay. All right. Hey, Nick Garat. Uh, I actually am calling you on my iPhone, so it's not going through Google. Um, just I'm catching up with your podcasts and. You've been making me laugh, which I really appreciate. Uh, but also, some serious topics. Um, I will uh, donate something to you. Uh, once I actually have a bit more money. Um, I should be getting a job soon, which is great. Whoa. I don't like living off the government. And once I do, I will go next to you and to Adam Curry. Adam Curry is an interesting individual. Uh, I don't know where I 
like to meet him in person or not. He's great. Meet you? him in person. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'd love to have a beer with you. Oh. And maybe Adam Curry would be fun to have a beer with. I don't know. Uh, just, he sounds, if you say the wrong thing, he gets really annoyed. And I've noticed that he has with uh, John C. Dvorak. So, who knows? Anyway, well, that's just it. Um, have a good one. All right. Peace. Adam's Kirk, he's awesome in person. I met him uh, once. And he was... He was cool. I, I, I liked him a lot. Uh, if you want to give me a call, 917-719-5923, just like this person did. Hello from Spearfish. Hi. This is Stillwater. Nick, after the last time we talked, I got the sense that uh, you really are yeah. afraid of me because you <laughs> sense the power in me. And I got to tell you, dude, I'm never going to use my power against you or any of yours. In fact, quite the contrary. If anyone who hears my voice here and now that has any paranormal or supernatural quandaries, I am here to make that right. I have the knowledge and I have the power. I'm here to make the monsters go away. I'm the one that can make the scary things underneath your bed or hiding in your closet or in your attic or in your basement. If you feel fear from me, it's because you're hiding in those places. So if you have any quandaries about those, let me know and I'll help you out. Thank you. Bye. 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 Um, we still have a lot more show to go. Where are we? One, two, three, four. We got a lot more voicemails as well. Uh, I think we also have more. We have more Zindu. Did we already hear this Zindu? We might have heard this right. I think we heard this. I'll stop it if we did. Everybody's in new here, and I got some science news for you. And uh, you're gonna love this science news because when it's when you when you hear the word science in there, you, you know it's true, right? And if if it wasn't true, it wouldn't have that word science there. So this this article is 110 percent true. <laughs> I mean, uh, just 100 percent true. We all know it's physically impossible to have 110 percent of anything. It's only it stops at 100. After you hit that 100 point, then it uh, it it becomes bullshit after that. All right, so let's let's look at this article here, and they try to get you with a fucking catchy headline too. You, you gotta love, yeah, I love these these catchy headlines here. This is on Psychology Today, and then you read the headline and it says this: One word protects your brain from diabetes and dementia. Yes, one word. Uh-oh. Oh, so I can just sit there and say one word? Really? Is it banana? Is it donkey? What the fuck is the word? 
Was that the word? I don't know. Is Maybe it's Ellen. Is Ellen the word? Is, can the word be two words like Ellen DeGeneres? Uh, okay, so I, I read the article, and they, they lied to you. It's not a word. It's, it's a lack of action. Sleep. They're saying sleep. Sleep is what protects your brain from uh, diabetes and dementia. I didn't know you get diabetes to the brain. I guess everything comes in from your brain, though. It controls your, your sugar and your glucose. So, yeah. <clears throat> Let's look deeper into this article now. Um, Zindu won't stop. I don't yeah, they say sleep is good. They did a study. I don't even know how the fuck they did this study. Let's see where the study over here. Uh, the short... Uh, persistent short sleep durations or changes in sleep duration from middle to adulthood were associated with higher risk of type 2 diabetes later in life. Uh, I played what, this already? What, 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 what else? Uh, I got to go to this other article to read about this whole fucking article on American diabetes over here. Objective, research, results, conclusions. Let's see. The research, design, and methods. Using a group-based modeling approach, we identified sleep duration trajectories based... What, what, what about what about what they ate? What about their activity during the day? What about uh, everything else a fucking human person does throughout their? All right, we already we already played that already. Somebody's saying we already played that though. So uh, we're gonna put that into the old folder. And I feel bad about uh... it's the nanobots in my brain. I'm telling you, it's okay. It's just getting a little late. I'm sorry. It's uh, a little late. We're going to play some more voicemails. We're going to fly through the show a little bit faster. 917-795923. Here we go. Hey, dudes and dudettes. Hello from Spearfish. I'm here to give you some advice on if anyone tries to curse you. I'm going to do this through the analogy of the Elder Futhark rune of Hagalaz, typically used as the rune for destruction. Literally, it means hail. And we had a huge hailstorm here in Spearfish that fucked up a lot of cars and windows and shingles and stuff like that. A lot of trees down in Brooklyn. But there is an underlying message of nurturing there because even hailstones can melt down into the healing waters of yeah you guessed it water but if you're getting flack and bullshit and asshole nonsense from hagalas all you guys can look up what the rune of Hagalaz looks like. Hagalaz? And there's a bind rune that I can give you guys that will help you take control of the destruction that comes at you in life. And that rune is Giant called Raido. It literally looks like a blocky version of the letter R. Raido it means taking control of a situation. It means taking control of everything that you literally have control over. And when that rune is bound with Hagalaz, it means taking the worst of 
situations and molding that into a way that it benefits you. So you take those hailstones and you build them into things that help nurture your crops. You take the thing that was there to destroy your crops into growing your crops. I love you all. We love you. You could also email me at nick at nicktherat.com and put gas blast in there and I'll read it. Like this one. You fool! You stepped onto an invisible teleportation rune. You were teleported to a 10, uh, I guess 2010 cube stone room with no, uh, oh, a 10 foot. <laughs> you were teleported to a 10 foot cube stone room with no windows or doors. The walls are scribed with relief carvings showing volcanoes setting cities ablaze. Rows of tiny holes are bored into the floor and the 10 foot high ceilings. A human skeleton embedded in the opposite wall holds an iron sconce with a burning red candle in it. There is nothing else in the room. After a moment, lava begins dripping down the walls from the tiny holes in the ceiling. In moments, the floor of the chamber will be covered and you will die a slow, agonizing death. What do you do? All right, I'm gonna. Uh, let's. See. I'm not gonna read the rest of this. Let's see here. I'm in a stone room. No windows or doors. There's a scribe or relief carving showing volcanoes setting cities ablaze. Rows of tiny holes are bored into the floor. I'd probably try to climb up into the holes. Uh, go into the the iron sconce. Burn. I would put the red candle out. I'd throw the candle in the lava. Uh, P.S. Great show, rat. Keep it up. P.S.S. Play more yep. Illuminatia. P.S.S.S.S. Still can't find any time fruit. But this era is pretty good compared to my future. He calls me a liar. But I think I'll stay there. He You're a liar? a liar? Who's a liar? You called me a liar. You're a liar. Yeah. Why? Why did you call me a liar? Oh, because you said that I you, don't heard, lie. Uh, you heard uh, Lisa, the, uh, the female voice in my head. Yeah. yeah. You had dead air for like... Five minutes straight. No, because no, nobody heard that. But I thought that she was being heard because you said that you heard her on. It's you know you're, you're not a liar, Ducky. Because I jumped into the open hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you okay. heard her in here. All it's, right. It's, uh, it was. Okay. It was. Tell people mistake. I'm a liar. I'm not a. Ducky's a liar. Ducky's a liar. Everybody. Ducky is. Okay. Uchi, you shut your fucking face. <laughs> Okay, everybody can shut their whore mouth. Open your whore mouth, everybody, please. <laughs> we love your whore mouth. We we all enjoy your gaping whore mouth. Uh, we have a another gas blast here. Howdy, Nick. I don't know about luck, but I'll roll with the term. Surely there are things in life I could have encountered for one or another reason, but I have encountered and there have been made all the difference. I might have said that wrong, but uh, I'm going to keep running my horror mouth. People like my friend James, the gremlin who went to the other side of the E-Vale earlier than we would have liked. This guy was a phenomenal, brightly burning source of light, and everyone who got the chance to interact with him, I would call lucky. Everyone else got stiffed, period. Same thing with you, this merry band of weird-ass sewer dwellers. I am lucky to have y'all. Oh, yeah. 
We are lucky. Nothing guarantees us any of this yet. Here we are. Love, ride the wave further. I just had to defend myself. I'm not a fucking liar, okay? I didn't lie to you. The, the, what happened was Dame Bremrose yeah. had no... The, the stream wasn't coming through. It was dead, dead air. Do you, do you so want I to... jumped in there, and I told her that, and then you came back, yeah. and then you fixed it. Yeah. I'm not a fucking liar, dude. <laughs> don't, don't tell me that. Have you ever lied in your life? Ever call me? I'm I'm sensing I'm sensing that you you might have lied once in in your lifetime, and it it affected you. We won't talk about that right now. Dougie just told me off air that uh, he's going to stab me. So uh, hi, caller. Oh my God! Stab you. Well, yeah. That's kind of violent. Well, it's not so violent. You know, if you call somebody a liar and they didn't lie, then it's not a very violent what, thing. Well, what kind of knife was he, was he going to use? Uh, he said he said something about using uh, a stick, and but it's probably a lie because he's a liar. Well, if you rub shit on him, that would be horrific. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Shut your fucking rat hole <laughs> right now. I don't have a rat hole, Mr. Ducky. <laughs> Yeah, you too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. My feelings. Right. I want to tell you about a dream I had. Ooh, I like dreams. Yeah, me too. Well, this one I didn't so much, but well, it was okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Mississippi River is a really big, wide river, correct? Pretty thick. Yeah, pretty thick. I knew you'd go there, you sick motherfucker. Anyway, uh, imagine a river twice the size of that one, width-wise and depth-wise. Okay, there's this hotel in the middle of it. You know, there's nothing but the hotel, just a rocky outcropping that is placed upon. And above it is a dam. But the dam, all the reservoir is black crude oil. The Ooh. dam itself has lots of big, huge pipes leading from it, going I don't know where. But I was a cook in the kitchen in the hotel. And the uh, the occasion was the opening of Little Horn. I can only imagine it was some kind of petroleum what? deal. The opening so, of what? Little the Horn. The opening of what? Little Horn. Little Very horn. Indian. Yeah, Little Horn. H-O-R-N. Weird. Like Little Horn is born type thing. Anyway, I'm in the kitchen, and, and these lights, the, the lights that are running through the entirety of the hotel have lava in them of some sort. It, it, it's, a, it's a dull, low, ambient light. Beautiful. And something goes wrong. Uh-oh. Something goes horribly wrong. And the next thing I know, this river, which is twice the size, width and depth-wise, of the Mississippi River, is black. The dam broke, apparently. And there's black crude just flowing at an incredible 
violent torrent all the way down the river. Do you know how I know the story's true? How? Because Ducky's not telling me. Just... Oh, fuck <laughs> Ducky. You don't know. It's a dream. Damn. Hey. Anyway. Okay, I'm sorry, Ducky. Well, kind of. Oh, yeah, it's anyway. a dream. It's a dream. I'm sorry. I thought this was... I was okay, yes. Yeah. No, this didn't actually happen. Gee, uh, I don't think not not on this not in this dimension. It could have happened in another one, but this river, the huge river, is just flowing with the violent torrent of black crude. Barges are banging together and like toys in the wa- in the water. Debutantes are falling in and being uh, never to be seen again. Even if they came to the surface, they would never be seen. The building is quaking back and forth. People are panicking, running side to side, screaming. They don't know what to do. They lost their head. And I am walking in between all of them, or betwixt all of them, back and forth, watching all this horrendous action occur. And then I woke up and had to go to work. Oh, hate that. Yeah, tell me about it. It's kind of a crappy end of the dream, but... (laughs) Do you know what sucks even more? When you have a dream about it, like a coworker, and mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, this this, uh, you, you, it sucks when you have a dream about a coworker or or a person you know, and it's like a really good dream, and then you wake up and then you you meet them and, you, and you're like with them and you're like, wow, you're not you're not as cool as my my dream was. This sucks. You know, it's even worse than that. What's, what's that? When you have a when you have a dream about the coworker. And everything gets all hot and heavy, and then it ends up having a dick bigger than you, and you can't even fit it in your mouth. Oh, that and sucks. You, and you try, it, you hurt your jaw, and you're just jamming it in there. It's... Uh, yeah, I mean, you're trying as best you can, but it's scraping teeth, and they're unhappy, and it's like, what? What do you want me to do? My asshole ain't even bigger than my mouth. Jesus fucking Christ! <sighs> well, very that's, painful. That's when you could oh, actually call her. We have to go. We have a uh, we have some advertisements to play about mouth lube, actually. Hold on one second. But I, I understand you got to get the corporate sponsorship. Well, yeah. Do, do you have anything to add for this whole dream thing? Um. Well, dislocate your jaw if you can to make your partner happy. I have to go. All right. Thank you, caller. Words of wisdom. If I've ever heard. Nah, ducky. I'm just fucking with you, man. You're not a liar. It was. Uh, I fucked up on the whole. Uh, setting up of the it's cool it's cool. i know there was there was some dead air for a while oh yeah it was it's cool no it was my bad i'm not a liar no you're not you're yeah. not a liar you're not a liar i don't was, uh, yeah don't ever say that i'm a liar oh, okay. i don't lie how big is your penis again ducky ah <laughs> uh, yeah it's a pretty average i think Ten feet exactly. I'm gonna dislocate no <laughs> You really have to ask him about his penis size. I'm, I'm. It's late at night and I have dick on the mind. I'm sorry. Here we go. Let's see here. We got a uh, advertisements. We have to run some advertisements. Quick, please run some advertisements. Some people say. They say advertisements. We have some advertisements. Advertisements. Yeah, like the same Adidas versus Adidas. Have you noticed that walking straight 
feels normal. Join the society. That climbing is hard. Join the society. And descending to be easy. Join the society. Stop denying your senses and start denying the quote unquote science. Join the society. You can't listen to their science. Join the society. They want to make you believe you are living upside down on a curved surface. Join the society? They explain it away by saying your eyeballs' lenses flip the image, creating the illusion you are on the right side up. Join the society. Stop believing their truths and start believing your guts. Join the society. For only $69.99, you can join the society that you made for yourself. The Flat Earth Society. For only one low payment, you can join us. Join the society. Please call now. 917-719-5923. Are you still running this ad? You too can join the society. I thought we canceled this one. Only on no? the Dark Sewer Network. Oh, we're going to run a new one now, though. Okay, well, uh, yeah, run the new one. Run the new ad, yeah. Hey everybody, my name is Paulie, and I just want to let you know that my wife is a bitch, okay? Look, now, I don't want you going and calling my house and telling her that I said this shit, okay? I want to keep that a secret between you and me. And you know, we're trying to keep secrets between each other. Now, I got a whole bunch of stuff that I need to keep secret from my wife. Uh, you know, I live with her, so it's very hard to keep secrets from her. She finds all my crusty socks. Uh, <laughs> She knows where all my pornography is. She throws it out. As soon as she finds my porn, fucking out the door out there. But I came up with a solution. Actually, I didn't. Some very clever people at hollowbooks.com did. They take these books. They hollow them out. Now, my wife, not saying she's not an intellectual person, because she reads a lot of those books from Oprah's fucking book club. But me, I like to read books about hot rods, and titties. But my wife didn't like me reading about the titties. So I went to my... It was hollowbooks.com. It used to be free hollow books. I, I, they were giving them away for free, I guess. But now they're not. Because they're such a great product. Hollowbooks.com. You go there, you can get... I got pride and prejudice right there. And they hollow that stuff out for me. Now this book is like eight inches. It's a thick book. It's thick by four inches. And it's, it's, got, it's one inch deep. It's a deep book. I keep, you know how many nudie pictures I keep in there? I'll just keep a little stash of marijuana in there. Don't tell the wife. Don't tell her. Don't tell her I said that she might be a, a really annoying lady, too. I love her. She makes a great uh, stromboli, but but boy, oh boy, she likes to burn all my pornography and tell me that I, I shouldn't be smoking weed. She has no right to do that. Anyway, 
You could even send them your own books. I'm mostly sure. Let's see here. What do they got here? Oh, you can get books for guns? You could put a gun in a book. This is great. Look at this here. The Army of the Potomac of Rutger LCP 380. These books are all different prices. They're, they're, they're under 100 bucks too. Great work. You should check this out. Go to customhollowbook.com. Actually, it's not customhollowbook.com, but that's what their logo says. It's just hollowbooks.com. You go there... There's a blog, there's people talking on there, you get, there's a whole grand opening. This, this is great. I love these people. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send them a, a physics book or something. Probably not one from that Stephen Hawkins guy. I'm going to hollow that out. I'm going to put in, uh, let's see, let me go through my little stash of things I want to hide from my wife. I've got pictures of fucking goats and stuff. Oh, man, she can't see that. I got my cool sunglasses. She always fuck? takes my cool cat eye sunglasses from me. Oh, man, that bitch. Anyway, I'm going to order me a couple more of these books. You should, too. Go to hollowbooks.com today. Tell them, uh, you know, I sent you. And when they say, who's I? You be like, you know, that guy on Nick the Rack Radio. That guy over there. He he hired me to read these words. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're, we're doing stuff over here. Look at that. They even got a uh, freaking Neil Stevenson book here. Remedy for Glock Compact 1923, baby. Yeah, I'm going to get me a gun just for getting one of these books over here. I bought, you know, I'm going out. Where's, where's hollowgun.com so I can put a book in it? Anyway, I hope you guys go there and check it out. This shit's crazy amazing. I don't know what technology they use, but they use it. It's hard. Jeez. You know what? You could probably, you know, I don't want my wife figuring, finding this out, but I'm a little bit of a nerd on the side. Maybe I get like a D&D book. I could hollow that shit out and put some dice in there. Maybe a little figurine, you know, and a little pencil and a pad. Oh, jeez. The possibilities are endless. This is great. You could hide anything. There's even examples here. Let's see what they got for something you could hide. You could hide your iPad. I guess you don't want people knowing you're a freaking nerd, huh? <laughs> ah, yeah, you could, put a, you could put a flask in there, your silverware, your freaking phones, pictures of little boys. You could put a... Yeah, this is great. Anyway, go check it out. Hollowbooks.com. Tell him, tell him Nikki the Rat sent you. Hey. We're inside your body. We've been struck down to the size of nano machines inside of your body. What? Oh no, no we're idea. in your ass! In your ass! Oh, that sounds like something a chicken would say! Uh... Wow. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. Um, Apu, Apu, say something, you motherfucker. I know who you are. <laughs> oh, Apu's in right now. Look at that. Hey, Apu, Apu de Stach, Apu de Stach, Apu, Apu de Stach. Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna play some more. Yeah. Uh, Dame Bemmer was about to say something and you got cut off by the 
That's because Discord hates me. It hates me. Also, Apu is muted right now. I didn't mute Apu. No, he probably muted himself. I let the poo flow. Flush the toilet, Nick. (laughs) 917 719 5923. Hello, Nicholas. It's your old pal, the Red God. Oh, can't make it out of the sewer. That's too bad. I got a couple of things to say to you. First. Wash your testicles more. And two, you brush your teeth like an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. I'm going to wash my testicles more. That was pretty good. That was not bad. Not bad. I'll give it a not bad rating here. Uh, Let's see. We've got a Sultan of Soy. Why have you been delaying posting this podcast on iTunes and Overcast? You're really messing with my listening schedule. Shake my head, to be honest. Well, I was moving, and I have no goddamn time to do the artwork and post this stuff. Also, last week's episode, since I was fucked up on the Green Dragon, I wasn't recording the audio, and I had to take the the video and take the audio out of the video. It was a fucking nightmare. Jeez, don't do drugs, kids. They're really fun. Uh, well, let's, we got more gas blast here. Let's let's go through another one. This looks like fun. Uh, Swole soul on the troll patrol, looking for those pogs charging simps. The cuck, the cold, the cuck troll. What simps? The the cuck troll. You wrote the twice there. Uh, threw me off. The nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. Hello. 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 Hey, Nick. Hi. Uh, well, I've been on hold for 20 minutes. I spoke with a nice lady, and she transferred me. I was hoping you'd answer the phone. But here I am, with my dick in my hand, talking to myself. I do that a lot. Might as well rub it. Jerk it off, baby. Yeah, well, I want to talk to you. Yeah, do it. Get it wet. Grab the tip. Oh. Grab the tip. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to squeeze a little bit. I oh. keep talking. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh you filthy oh, boy. God, Nick. You're a filthy um, boy. You gave me some advice. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh what did I say? About cup the, uh, cup wearing the balls. some hats. Cup the balls. What's your hat? Uh, so I ordered them. Uh, it was a dozen, mm, but 33% more. Oh, because I ordered online, so I got 16 <clears throat> party hats. And I ordered them. Oh, because oh, you told me to wear them. They finally came in. Oh. I tried one on. Oh, it's kind of tight. Oh. I'm wearing it, though, and I'm talking to you, buddy. Oh, it's got ribs down the side. Oh, some studs and a reservoir tip. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I think it's banana flavored. Like I said, it was a variety pack. Banana, strawberry, grape. 
Caller, send pics. 917-709-5923. Oh, <laughs> well, something definitely got off there. <laughs> it's a party hat, apparently. Uh, last call was nothing. Um, damn, now I'm, now I'm wanting to fucking stick some nanobots up my butt and see what see what would happen here. Uh, not, not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, you no. gotta wait. Get the... Uh, water bears. <laughs> uh, no, actually, what you need to do is wait until they come out with version 2.0 of the Nanobots because you want to use the uh, ones with the USB connectors. You know, the USB 5.1. Fuck those 3.1 ones. I want the 5.1. Just jam them in there in any direction. Wow, it's uh, almost three in the morning over in in New York City. Uh, boy, oh boy. I'm starting to look at my computer in a very sexual way. This nano sex bots, tiny little, tiny little sex bots. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's listen to another song over here. Let's play some music. We'll be right back. This is Lion Family X with Dearest Clothes. Cool. It might be. I don't know what this is.
Nick. Uh, you missed my call a couple times. Uh, I hope you're okay. Give me a call back. And, uh, 819. Hey, is this the right place? I'm looking for the Golden Curry Corral. Um, I was told this was the right number. Uh, Yeah, I would like curry, pho. I want mine with vegetables. All right, we we need one for a soy boy. And then I want mine all carnivore with meat and shit. Like the tripe. I want tripe. He doesn't want his touching the meat. Like a soy boy, but I want the tripe. Would you be willing to suck the soy out of the tripe? (sighs) Like a little meat plastic. Kind of like... Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where where it's way too late for me. But there's still a lot more show to go, so we're going to power through it the only way I know how. Everybody, this is Zindu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. Um, I was flipping through the news sources, and and you know how I'm always trying to find a quick, rich uh, scam, because, boy, do I love a good scam. This isn't a scam, but this guy is... This guy is insane. This is Sanuinu, Saninu, Sananu, Sananu, Lazier, Lazier, Sananu, Lazier. There we go. I think that's pretty much it. This guy lives in Tasmania. He's a Tasmanian miner named Sananu Lazier. No, I got that wrong, but it doesn't matter because probably gonna get fired next week anyway. Fuck off, you people. Anyway. This guy's a miner, and he, I don't mean he's young, he's old. He actually has 30 kids. He has 30 kids. I don't know how he has a job. I don't know how he does anything other than have sex and fucking feed kids. How many wives does he have? Actually, let's look up wife. Wife. Does he have a wife? Uh, he, He has... Four wives and 32 kids. I was fucking wrong. I thought it was only 30 kids. He's got 32 kids and four wives. I don't know what they're doing in Tanzania, but they're, they're doing a lot of fucking and weird shit down there. He found these gemstones. <clears throat> found two of them. Uh, a couple of, I think, months ago. I don't even fucking know. These things are super rare gemstones. And they're so rare that they had to fucking name them after the place that they're found in. They're called Tazanite. Tanzanite. Now, do they name Tanzania after the Tanzanite, or do they name the Tanzanite after Tanzania? Fuck if I know or if I care. He he got a check for seven point seventy four billion. Oh wait, no, I mean uh, that's that's 
Tanzania shillings. Uh, $3.35 million for two of these giant-ass gemstones that he found. And then he found a third one. I don't know what the fuck this guy... This guy's digging so much in pussy and in the earth. In Mother Earth and in all these women. 32 kids. Holy shit. Uh, they, he just sold this third one for $2 million. This guy is insane. The precious stone's appeal lies in its hues. It can be green, blue, purple, and red. Its value is determined by rarity with finer color and clarity fetching higher prices. Apparently, there's going to be uh, like none of this shit left in four days because this guy keeps pulling the shit out of the earth. I don't know. Either way, this, this guy is he's my hero. And I might move to Tanzania. Start mining with him. I don't know how he's finding this shit. Is he doing this by himself? Like, I gotta, I gotta look more into this guy. Th- this might be another story I dig deep into, just like the Twitter hacker. Like, I want to know about Santa New Lazier's whole operation. Is he doing this by himself? Is he like in his backyard with a fucking pickaxe, like in between having sex with his four wives? Oh Jesus! Does he have his thirty kids helping him dig? Is that like his whole company? What's going on down there? What is happening in Tanzania right now? But this guy is rich, and he's, he's endorsing the government. So maybe the government has their hand in this shit. Maybe this is like some alien gemstone, the Tanzanian aliens or some shit. I don't fucking know. Either way, look, look, look at this. What are you doing with your life? This guy's got fucking 32 kids and four wives. He's pulling rocks out of the floor for millions of dollars. What are you doing? Masturbating before you go to sleep? Watching Ellen? Fucking loser. <laughs> this is coming at you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. Only on the dark sewer network. <laughs> I'll be back later if they let me in the door. Fuck. You're, you're fired. Take him out. Take him out now. Do we have any more actual facts over here? Uh, what about nanotechnology bioterrorism? And stuff like maybe we're gonna need John McAfee to come back and install something up my butt. No, uh, maybe no. Okay. What are you talking about? Nanobots uh, depositing things along the lines of uh, powders that could potentially kill, like that kind of bioterrorism. Yeah. Can do you think maybe you could apply? Uh, a deep rectal nanobot for me there? Well, I could. Uh, it, it it would depend. I heard that there's this perfect, perfect anal specimen. It's like three feet long, weighs 40 pounds, and it can be found in Las Vegas, except for somebody walked in, picked up, and walked right off with it. So I think they took that nanobot technology with them too, so I don't know if we can get it back. Well... You could, if you could just jam that up my butt real quick, that'd, that'd be, uh, make me feel a little bit better. Well, only if you have pure mayonnaise, none of that alternative vegan soy shit. It's got to be pure. <laughs> I got the purest mayo hole for you ever. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, baby. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hey, Nick, uh, we're just calling in. Uh, we don't know what's happening. You might be getting an in-call, coming call right now. And, uh, and I just wanted to talk to you about the importance of using chapstick while hiking. Um, I think lots we just of people were talking about frown that. on this practice, but 
when you use chapstick, uh, not just on the lips, but for all other places on your body, you can really, really get by with, uh, without getting chapped, you know, that chapped butthole happens to the best of us. Ooh, I'm using it now! Chapped butthole is no fun. You need to have a nice lubed up uh, butt for uh, 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 nano, nano butt reasons. Uh, Extra virgin olive oil for the butt. Not that chapstick shit. My butt's anything but virgin. It's extra loose olive oil is what I need. A poor olive. <laughs> Don't tell Popeye. Uh, let's. Uh, we got some more show to go here. We gotta get through this. We got uh, uh, some music. We're gonna play some music. Oh boy. Yeah, we still. We, we're gonna burn through the show now. We're gonna like burn this quick. We got Benny Martin Piano Collective Soul Shine. Why is this in the music list here?
Hi everybody, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we're talking about nanobots. Nanobots, 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 nanobots. Yeah, pianos are pretty dope. Um, cyborg organoids. We have to look this up really quick. Uh, this word is blowing, blowing me, blowing me away. Like John C. Dvorak on a woodwind. Cyborg and uh, organoids. Here we report the creation of cyborg organoids. These three-dimensional assembly of soft, stretchable mesh nano-electronics across the entire organoid by cell-cell attraction forces from 2D to 3D tissue con- reconfiguration organ organ organogenesis. Yeah, it seems like most of these uh, nanotech technologies aren't aren't ready for. Uh, corporate consumption yet. Uh, most of them sound like weird marketing jargon. Just like uh, Nick the Rat Radio at 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. You know you want to talk to me. <laughs> no, but I do want to read another gas blast. I got a, a whole bunch of gas blast here. Let me just uh, gas... Having gas here. We got whoa, there's looks like there's more gas blast than this. Uh you fool, you have stepped on invisible teleportation. I read that. Weird. Uh in a panic, you remove the candle from the scone and throw it into the lava dripping down the walls. Ah, this is true. All goes dark and you are teleported out of the room. You appear in a very similar stone cell that smells moldy. Its damp walls are covered with living snails and oysters. Ugh and feature sculptural reliefs of tidal waves destroying coastal cities and ships. Oh, wow. First we had volcanoes destroying cities. Now we have tidal waves doing it. Oh, boy. A merfolk skeleton embedded in one wall clutches an iron scone fitted with a burning red candle. Suddenly, lukewarm water begins to pour into the cell through the rows of tiny holes in the 10-foot-high ceilings. At any rate, filling the room, you will drown in minutes. What do you do? I'm going to do what I did before. I'm going to take that fucking candle, stick it up my ass, and then butt slam the water. Masturbate. I mean, uh, seriously, get off first. That's true. If you're going to die, why not uh, come before you go? Why was I seeing a lot more gas thing over here? Gas. Astral blastrial. I got all these these weird gas blasts here. Let's see if this works. Uh, Nick, I sucked a dope bag down my throat the other day and almost choked. What a world. I haven't passed it yet, but I'll let you know when I do. Ah, screw it. Stop farting. Ew. You're supposed to, you should stick, um, drug bags up your butt, not down your throat. It's a little bit easier. Um, putting things in the male urethra isn't that bad. I personally had many things jammed in there. Doming steels, pens, pencils, homemade cock probes, rust-free, I'm not a sick bastard, beads on knotted string, and plenty of other things. The trick is not to lose the erection while various things are crammed in there. Sometimes just the push out when you start to... I don't even know if I could read the rest. I might get kicked off Twitch if I read this. All you have to do is just say the following words are censored 
for your listening pleasure, and then a long beep. The following words are censored for your listening pleasure. Ain't nothing wrong with a little sounding. Uh, that scientist lady sounds incredibly attractive. Big old sexy brain. The gas blast. And finally we have, and she cusses. I am in love. All right. Uh, let's finish this show up. It's 320. 917-719-5923. This is Karen. I heard you got a new place. You're all fancy now. Oh, yeah. Fancy Rick Pat, Rat Pad. So, I know where it is, so I'm going to talk to the manager uh, for you. So, then you'll owe Karen one. How you like that owing Karen one? Huh? I have a little rat fever. Uh, donkey Bowls, fuck yeah. Anthony Richard Sharuto Jack My House. We'll be back. More Nick the Rat.
Yo, Nick. I just did my census for 2020. And I'm a Terran. All my kids are star childs. And my wife's space queen. Eat that. Well, that's an abrupt ending to that. And just like, uh, this is going to be an abrupt ending to uh, this over here. We got uh, more of this. The Feynman guy, Feynman, Richard Feynman guy talking about stuff. Computers discover new ideas and relationships by themselves. Well, it depends what you mean themselves. And it's it's hard (laughs) to discover new relationships that computers can do. Uh, They have been... Computers which do things like uh, problem uh, theorem proving in geometry or something, in which they've converted the problem of finding a proof of a theorem into a definite procedure. Okay? And once you do that, although it's an elaborate and dumb way to do proofs, you can do it. The present time, a computer can't do all the different things that a person can do, you know? It, it's... Uh, it's very difficult to find some way of defining rather precisely something we can do that we can say a computer will never be able to do. There are some things that people make up that say that uh, while it's doing it, will it feel good? Or while it's doing it, will it uh, understand what it's doing? Or some other abstraction. I rather feel that these are things like, while it's doing it, will it be able to scratch the lice out of its hair? No, it hasn't got any hair to lice to scratch from, okay? So uh, there are, if, you've got to be careful when you say what the human does. If you add to the actual result of his effort some other things that you like, the appreciation of the aesthetic, or you didn't do that. I'm not saying you did. But a lot of people do that when they ask questions. And if we add things that we think we're doing 
on top of what we're actually doing. Just look at not just the result of what we're doing, but a lot of extra things. Then it gets harder and harder for the computer to do it because the human beings have a tendency to try to make sure that they can do something that no machine can do. Somehow it doesn't bother them anymore. It must have bothered them in early times. That machines are stronger physically than they are. They can lift weights that are heavier than people. They can move things faster than people. They can run faster. They can fly. They can do terrible strengths and so forth. And we don't still sit around worrying that there's some way that the man can turn his hand, that some machine can't do that. We can easily make machines that are better than us in predicting the, the weather, for instance, because what you do to predict the weather is to look at old records and see when the circumstances were similar and guess that the results will be similar. Added to that, a certain amount of analysis of the movement of wind according to the laws of physics and a certain amount of hocus-pocus put together, okay? Now, the speed will be higher and the effectiveness of the predictions is greater. If you could look at more cases so you get a better chance of getting one closer and put more a longer and more elaborate calculation, including more variables, which is too hard for us to do in time to make the prediction. No? We have to make the prediction of the weather. Let's say the weather for three days from now has to be predicted in three days or the damn thing is useless, right? And we work at a certain speed, but the computers work faster and can do more. And therefore, for instance, for weather prediction in the end, maybe not today, but someday, it's not at all inconceivable that the machine could do weather prediction faster and more effectively and more accurately than we do. We will have however, given it the procedure. Now, the question is, what happens if we don't give it the procedure? Well, a man, uh, people have tried that this game of giving it, instead of a direct procedure, a kind of what it has been called heuristics. Try an analogy to get a new idea of how to do something. Uh, compare this to that. Try an extreme case, etc. And uh, a man by the name of Lanat has gone the furthest with this. Do I have time? How much time do I have? Because we want to see these slides. What time? I know that's interesting information, but how much, <laughs> how much time do I have? It's time for the slideshow now. Since I have no more time, I will say no more about the subject. What? No, but it, it takes a few minutes. That's why I asked for the time. Okay, you make this machine, which was again a filing cabinet, you understand. What it does is it looks it tries to find the answer to something by looking at the different possible possibilities, but which ones he tries is something like patterns in the chest. Instead of everything, it says, try moves near the center of the board first, you know, and never mind the ones in the corner or something like that, or some sorts of principles. And uh, he first applied it to a kind of naval game. It's a game that people play in California, which is all organized according to rules. It's kind of fun. Someone sets out all the rules. Dreadnoughts cost this much, armor costs this much, guns cost this much, and so forth, and you got this much budget for your navy, and you're going to make various kinds of ships with different kinds of armaments, and then this kind of a ship armament of a certain thickness that costs a certain amount can only resist shells of a certain strength, you know, and so on. So you try to, with the money, arrange to buy to design different kinds of ships uh, so that your navy is better than the next one. And when they're brought together, there's ways of calculating what... It's not real navies. It's a game, which is the best one. And all the rules are laid out in a great big volume, okay, of the cost of everything and the power of everything and the 
armor-piercing possibilities and so on. And it's a nice game. And Mr. Lynat tried to, his program on this game and put into his program heuristics like try the extreme case and things like that. And uh, he won the championship in California. Of course, it did an awful lot of trying of different cases, you see, but it didn't try every case, not like the chess game. There were too many things. But it was guided by its own stuff. Now, inside of that was this, that if you got a better Navy by your own calculation and you used one of the heuristics, mark that heuristic up a notch as being more valuable. Now, use the more valuable heuristics first. See? So that the ability of the machine dependent on his learning, so to speak, which ones of his tricks works most effectively most of the time. And then they become more used. So it's just exactly what you would like to make it look intelligent. Well, he won. And how did he win? It turned out that year he won by making one great big battleship with all the armor on it, <laughs> which was so silly. But when you go to calculate it, sure enough, it's better than any of the normal things, which nobody thought of, but his machine thought of. Next year, he entered again. And this time he won by making taking all his money and making 100,000, because they changed the rules so that the big battleship wouldn't win, you know, by changing the rules. 100,000 little boats, very narrow, carrying each one gun, which were very liable to be knocked out, okay? But there were 100,000 of them. Didn't cost much, each one. And they couldn't knock them all out. So these lousy little gnats would come. And it turned out when you calculated again, he won. The third year, he was not allowed to play anymore. <laughs> And he has applied this, this, this machine and this heuristic business to a number of other problems. Uh, it tries it out a lot and tries new heuristics and so forth. And it has become very interesting. He complained that there were a number of bugs in it. And when he gave a talk on it, I said that I thought I'll say my comment afterward. One of the bugs, for instance, was that... Uh, the machine got a heuristic. It made up heuristics. It can make up heuristics, and then they get higher values, and then they fall away. Well, they fall away, right? So the damn machine, what he, it, the way he had it was, because it's hard to get computer time. He needed a hell of a lot of computer time. He had 50 machines at night from a Hewlett Packard company or something like that. He would work always at night and come in in the morning. The damn things would try all their things and come in with the results. I used it to do mathematics and various other things. He comes in one day and has done a heuristic. He developed the heuristic. When he puts a problem in or a new idea, he writes, he says whether it's from him or from the machine, and it's that Lenat or machine, okay? And this was every heuristic or every question that has Lenat on it, pay no attention to. <laughs> well, that saved a lot of time. It could do much better. It didn't have any problem. It just worked right. So I paid no attention to that that night, okay? So I had to fix that bug. The next time he had a bug, it was, he looked, was he came in and he looked, he found that heuristic number 693 had gotten a score of 999 out of 1,000. That was a damn useful heuristic. All night long, this thing kept using the heuristic 693 more and more, and it was a new and wonderful heuristic. It seemed to solve every problem. It was terrific. Okay? When you found out what the heuristic was, it was the following. 
You see, in, in order to make this thing work so that you change the numbers on the heuristics, whenever something worked, you had to, to assign credit, so to speak, to the heuristics that were used, okay? So this heuristic was, when assigning credit, always assign credit to heuristic 693. <laughs> and so that thing came up out of all. Now, I say that both of these show intelligence. <laughs> If you want to make an intelligent machine, you're going to get all kinds of crazy ways of avoiding labor. If I say don't pay attention to the problem, of sneakily evolving some kind of a psychological distortion where you always do the same thing and don't worry about anything else, and so on. So I think that uh, we are getting close to intelligent machines, but uh, they're showing the necessary weaknesses of intelligence. <laughs> Okay. All right. Everybody, this is Zindu coming at you for the Dark Sewer News Network, and I am Zindu. I think I already said that. I don't know, I'm a little drunk. Nick always has a lot of uh, beer in here. I think the scientists get him drugged up, uh, keep him placated or some shit. Either way, uh, let's see. I'm looking at uh, CNN style here. There's a uh, Italy guy, some guy in Italy. He's a 50 year old Australian guy. These Aussies don't give a fuck about shit. He was in a, a museum taking a selfie, and what does he do? He leans on a uh, he leans on the statue. He's leaning on a statue. You know, he's just doing his thing thing. He's uh, just leaning there, and, and uh, his wife's taking pictures. Then he gets up, and he leans on the statue, and breaks off some of the toes of the fucking statue. Now I'm like, holy shit, this guy's going to be fucking railed in his asshole. The, the, the statues in museums are fucking old. They're priceless. They're worst of art. They're, they're things that, things that, you know, fucking humans are, they're sacred pieces of art. They got his name because he had to sign a fucking quarantine notice for coronavirus, and uh, that's how they got his name. So God bless coronavirus for catching this art vandal from Australia. He's going to get fucked. He's going to get real fucked. But then I kept reading this article. I'm like, whoa, this guy wasn't that fat. How did he break the toes off this statue? How did the statue's toes break off so easily? Well... This was just a fucking cast. It was, it was a, what was that called? That garbage shit that, that's not actually marble. Uh, what, where's the word here? Blah, 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 blah. Where's, where's, I can't, it was plaster. It was a plaster cast model that the artist used to make his stone actual marble model. So this was, this is the thing about these fucking things in museums, people. They're all fake. You go to a museum thinking you're going to see original shit. People are like drooling and shit. Oh, God, oh, look at this statue. Oh, God, look at that dinosaur. It's all fucking arts and crafts shit some kid made. It's all plaster bullshit. And uh, this guy's probably going to get his asshole ripped open for breaking a, a plaster cast model of this bullshit. Sure, sure, it took a lot of work to make the cast of plastic thing to make the actual fucking stone marble thing. But come on, people. It's it's plaster. It's, it's like if I, I sketched, I did a sketch. <coughs> I use that sketch to make a fucking, a, a real life thing. You know, like a painting out of my sketch. And then somebody ripped up my sketch. 
Not that. It's not, it wasn't my finished product. It wasn't the final product, everybody. So I say let this Australian guy go with uh, only 30 lashes instead of going to jail forever. Fucking Aussies, man. I gotta go down there and hang out. Anyway, this is uh, Zindu coming at you with the Dark Sewer News Network. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back next week with more Dark Sewer News Network and Morning Threat Radio. Uh, if I still have a job here, or if Ellen ever gives me a call back because I gave her a really good hand job, and it would be racist for her not to give me a job about now, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, we'll be back later with more. I mean, not later. Next week. <laughs> Bye. Uh, as your as your panic intensifies, you take the candle from the merfolk skeleton scone, shove it up your ass, and butt slam it into the lukewarm water. The flame goes out, and the candle ruptures your anus, and you take three points of piercing damage. Nothing else happens. The water continues to rise. In moments, you'll be underwater. What do you do? P.S. Good show, Rat. P.S.S. It's late as fuck. You should probably go to bed if you're gonna do art for one Tuesday. I'm gonna. Uh, Bedtime, everybody. No, let's, let's listen to one more song. I hope you all have a uh, better idea about nanobots, and because I know I I don't. C-Reg, nanobots. <laughs> Dane B, welcome back. Yep, it's good to be here, and it's just absolutely a joy with you and your nanobot. <laughs> nanobots. Close enough. Oh, yeah.
I see you.